You're listening to the Odds Against All podcast. I'm Cullen. And I'm Brad, bringing you the latest and greatest in music and culture out here in Provo, Utah. And today, we're happy to be up against Shell 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 (laughs) We just learned that we were saying this band's name wrong the entire time we've we've known them. And we've known them a little bit now. Yeah, I I, I knew y'all back when y'all were sore. Yeah. Or or some of y'all were sore. Well, it was like... Two-thirds of us. Right, yeah. it was it was that was a different band technically, I guess. Right? Oh yeah, it's a different band. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, definitely by sound, but like, mm-hmm. the, I think maybe your approach and attitude, would you say, is maybe oh, yeah. a little different it's, in this band? It's um, it kind of shifted from this like, uh, trying to go for almost an indie vibe in a way, but like not playing indie music, to just like being a bunch of goofballs that just happen to be playing in drop A. <laughs> So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, this yeah. a lot more aggressive than Sword. Oh, it's it's That's the biggest. Oh, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah definitely. Uh, the vocal style has changed quite a bit. Um, you did some screaming in Sword. Yeah, that's bit. when we were starting to shift yeah. into the. Uh, There's a song that we used to play called Dad. That was like just this <laughs> this two chord evil sounding like doom metal riff or whatever, and everybody's like. Yo, this song, dude, you guys, this song is my favorite of your songs. And I was like, oh, maybe we should play more stuff like this. And now we never play that song again. So, like, I still like what, it, but uh, uh, <laughs> that was the first time we used to, we whipped out the scream when we were uh, playing at Third Space one time. And uh, afterwards, everyone was like, to do it. I knew you had something more edgy in you, Ryland. I knew you had this. <laughs> You're capable of this uh, darkness. Yeah, I remember uh, what I like, we were playing a show together and I went down in like somebody's basement or something and somebody oh, yeah. played it was super loud and you guys were playing like a really like down tuned song I was like this is not what I was expecting these guys to be like, like oh, I was yeah. Just yeah. oh we gotta perplexed. we gotta live up to our promise this is the first metal band to play at Valor mm-hmm. yes and that, that yes. is confirmed that's, that's <laughs> yeah. confirmed the closest yeah. I think was before us was probably Noble Bodies Noble Bodies Mortigi Tempo I think has played too and they're they, like they're, they're, they're edging on. on it I love yeah. those dudes yeah, we're, playing a, we're playing a show with them on Saturday actually yeah yeah it'll be fun that should be awesome that's gonna be, we're, we're planning on going to that oh this be, Saturday yeah you absolutely, absolutely should yeah. cause yeah. like it's gonna be a killer show and we're gonna play uh, <coughs> we're gonna play the record all the way through so <laughs> oh sweet Heck yeah yeah, yeah. That's dope. For that. You should play it backwards. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yes. That'll be the most Wait. evil thing you can do. <laughs> and like yeah. sing it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> do it in what? reverse. Yeah. We're all gonna we're all gonna just be like uh conspiring over like what the secret hidden evil meaning is. We did uh oh, yeah. we hid Ryland's address actually in the uh in, in the, the album. album so you can find him and you can come say hi. You did well, smart enough to figure it out. Are you if serious? If you're smart enough to figure it out, yes. Oh, I thought you guys were joking I'm about stu- that. I'm too stupid. I'm not going to oh. be able to figure it out. I'm not going to be able to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> we're what? totally kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw Escape Room last night, so now like, <laughs> everything's like starting to like, be yeah. like, yeah. It has to do with the BPM. There's a clue. Can I get a clue? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyways, uh, listen. Are you serious or not? No, we're no, not we're serious. Not. <laughs> okay. I was, I was like, that, it's actually a social security number that he hit. Yeah. Let's it's let's the introduce card number with the three wacky numbers on the back. <laughs> <laughs> let's introduce everybody. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's start with you, Ryland. Uh, my name is Ryland. I am. What do you do in the band? I'm the gwitterist. I create gwitter sounds, <laughs> and I'm the vocalist, or the primary vocalist. Um, yeah, that's all I do. Sweet. No, well, hey, that's that's a lot. Everybody does a lot. You guys are a three piece. That's what's cool about yeah. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of sound, but only three members. So, okay. 
All right, I'm Phil, and I uh, I'm the bassist, and I also occasionally do backup vocals. Ooh. Sweet, very cool. Sweet. I'm I'm the backup vocalist in my band. Did yeah, we hear dude, some of that so. on the album? Yes, you did. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I noticed there was like some. Anyways, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, ooh, I'm liking the. Oh gosh, yeah. Very yeah, a lot to say about that. About that, yeah. Okay, hey, uh, I'm Brandon. I pretty much just hang around. Uh, I play drums sometimes. <laughs> yes, um, occasionally. Yeah, I've seen funny. you do occasional that. Occasional drummist. Yeah, occasional drummist. <laughs> drummist. I'm, I'm like a backup that. percussionist. Sweet. <laughs> and we here and there. We talked about this before, but in the in Sword, you actually played bass, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, I did play bass in Sword for a while. Um, and Brandon, our the, yeah, the uh, drummer. drummer Sword, God he was going to go on his mission uh, in a while. So I was thinking uh, I'd become the drummer. After that, but um, yeah, you know, the sword just kind of was like, yes, yeah, so, sort es kaput, and you, so sometimes you just gotta change things. Starting a new up. band, yeah, yeah. And this band actually did start with a fourth member, Lucas Olivier. Yeah, Lucas, we love you and we miss you. What happened to Lucas? Uh, he, just, he died. Just creative difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he died artistically. We were feeling really metal one day, and we just killed. We him. just killed Lucas. <laughs> no, yeah. sometimes you, you didn't have, have the heart. You didn't have the heart to tell him he's kicked out of the band. No, we, no. we just got to kill him. We didn't, dude. Have, <laughs> we didn't have the heart to tell him, so we just took out his heart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty we metal. We just call right? him yeah. to that, death. Yeah, you're like, we're a metal band now. We got to commit to this. We did the Indiana Jones we're thing. In. Lucas, we're going to use your body as an album cover. In too deep. Dude, yeah. What, who did man. that? That's that was just, mayhem. Yeah, dude, that's crazy, dude. Mayhem. Are y'all into that stuff? Oh. Um, Not necessarily mayhem, but definitely old school Norwegian black metal for sure. That's May- cool, yeah. I think mayhem's a little overrated. Oh, yeah. they're totally overrated. Yeah, a lot a lot of that stuff, I think, is kind Their of... Their draw is solely black. just from, like, the horrible shot they did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you heard the music that that guy put out from prison? Like, oh, the ambient oh, Vard, stuff? Vard no, that's Vard. Okay. That's boardsome. That I, stuff is crazy, I dude. feel really kind of bad about actually enjoying a lot of his music, because he's, he's, like, he's, like, a super, like, he's a bad racist, yeah. like... He yeah. killed one of the. He killed the bass player, I think it was, of Mayhem, like in a in self defense, supposedly. And they like burned down mm. churches. And oh, stuff. they burned killed down a Euronymous. Euronymous they killed. Yeah, like the, yeah, the guitar player. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that, but that, but that's, that's a crazy story. No, like, dude, he, there's YouTube interviews of him and like, like if you've ever seen the video of him in the courtroom, just like smiling, it's like, oh, that's a little spooky there. But like, yeah, yeah. those that band's nuts. But like, I like. I'm more of a Bathory guy. So. Okay. Yeah, that's like the that they they are they're like arguably old, like they're the first OG. ones kind of. They're very Yeah, cuz they they were them and like Dark Throne. Yes, Dark Throne is also good. So Bathory was from England, right? Actually, or something like that. Dude, I don't know. I, I just listen to them sometimes. They, and I think a lot, well, I think like they didn't call themselves black metal, but they like influenced that, that and like first Venom wave and like Venom's who I'm thinking of yeah, actually. Venom's from England. But Bathory is also good. I love Bathory. That stuff's great. Cool. So, uh, I mean, gosh, I want to talk about black metal, but we got we got some, yeah. There's an agenda. There's an agenda. There's also an agenda in black metal, but there's an agenda. Yeah. Except I, now black metal's from San Francisco, so. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's 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 interesting how that's developed here in the mm-hmm. U.S. Like, and it's not even. I I love U.S. black metal. Like, I do too. And, but my secret weapon is that I also like True Cult. So like when I'm on internet forums, <coughs> Reddit, when I'm on internet forums and people are like, oh, you like Death Heaven? It'll be like, okay, well, I also like Over and like 
all those other dudes. So like, why is like gentlemen. dark throated? I don't stuff? get. I don't get why people gotta act like superior yeah. about that. That's one of the most. Yeah, like, that's one of the dumb. You like? Yeah, like that you know seems I mean? like one of the few. Just like, one of the few genres see Backstreet Boys in a few months, but I also love Bathory. You're gonna see Backstreet Boys. Yeah, dude. I like it. I like a lot of stuff. So like, it's fine to like a lot of different things. The show that we're playing on Saturday, my girlfriend's gonna wear a Mariah Carey shirt. Oh yeah, Wow, from all over the place. Dude, my girlfriend's a poser. Yeah, she doesn't really like black metal. Thank you for wearing the Mariah Carey shirt. Yeah, Mariah Carey's black metal stuff is the worst, actually. Yeah, um, Mariah Carey. Her black metal. She had a weird black great. metal phase. <laughs> she put out that EP Avril, with uh, Levine, with yeah. NSYNC. Dude, yes. Yeah. What's on your Remember shirt, that? Phil? Oh, Slayer, my man. And you said you saw them. <laughs> I did actually. How was that? Now I think that was actually the best show I've ever seen. Live. <laughs> Tell us why. Well, let's start with the lineup. It started out with Napalm Death, <laughs> and then it had Testament and Lamb of God. <laughs> Dude, whoa. right, right before Slayer. That like and Anthrax actually Anthrax as well. What like, wow, dude! And tickets were like, I don't know, twenty bucks, bucks yeah. thirty bucks, twenty all? bucks. Well, okay, for the lawn. <laughs> yeah. So like, he is now he's now yeah. a Napalm Death fan as well. All where the did Thrasher you? Where, where was this in Salt Lake or where? Was this, this was at the USANA, I think. Where's so, that? Napalm you know Death. Honestly, they're like uh, I, uh, I think around Salt Lake. Grindcore. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones with like the, the five second songs. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like uh, brutality. One of their most famous songs called "You Suffer" is more, less than a second long. Yeah, it's just and like, it's, <sighs> it's it's literally yeah. two blast beats and one chord, and it just goes. You suffer. Wait, That's is that song. is that the one in that YTP? That is the one in the oh, YTP. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Justin Justin Broderick was their very one of the very first guitarists, and Justin Broderick's uh, <laughs> one of the hugest influence for like my side of this band. Uh, he was in like uh, Godflesh and later oh, Jesu, God. which is like a huge influence on this band because mm-hmm. Jesu's kind of got like that melodic pop-driven shoegazy sound, but it's also like played all on like seven strings and stuff like that. Yeah, Jesu's just like or Jesu. I say Jesu. I've said Jesu since the beginning, but like honestly. Probably my favorite band ever. If if I had to choose, and somebody was just like, "Yo, if you could be influenced by one band for the rest of your life, who would it be?" I would be like, "Dude, Jason." Honestly, because like um, it used to be a thing like a month ago. Rylan couldn't go a single band practice without like showing us some Jesu thing or like referencing <laughs> it. It just became yeah. a thing that also, we talked about. Oh, ago, no Jesu thing. A month ago, we had been a band. A month ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've been a band for like maybe three months now. Yeah, you guys have really? you guys yeah. really quickly. Wow, we started in stuff. the end of August or the beginning. Dang, of I think it's more than that's more than three months. Oh no, maybe I we started in November. It, it's been it like was, four. Yeah. I think it's probably been like four or five months. That's because uh, that's last that show that we played was sword. That the, was like y'all's last, the last thing. one. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was like five months ago, maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah so and you guys write. And there was about three weeks that. in between of that. And yeah. We had to write like a ton of material because we were playing a show at uh, the Monarch House, which <laughs> is run by. Uh, at Happy Valley Rockers at, Instagram. Oh, uh, Happy Valley yeah. Rockers. Yeah. We've shouted them out every single episode. Yeah. They're great. They're great. They deserve it. Um, we're like the podcast version of them. Yeah, yeah. No, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying to keep up with them. They're they're, they're great people. They're coming on the show, aren't they? Uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. We don't have something hard scheduled right now, yeah, but we will definitely hard. get them that's on. Be a good time. We're trying yeah, to get everybody great. and their mom on this podcast. Yeah, literally. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but kind of going back to what you were talking yeah. about with. Jesu, Jesu, yeah, Jesu. It's it's said Jesu, but I say Jesu because I'm a poser. <laughs> you're not a poser. You're you're a true fan. Uh, oh, with yeah. with Jesu, I guess with each of you guys, uh, what was like? I guess the most significant thing that inspired you to uh, to start writing music, wanting to play music. 
that kind of thing. Is there is there something in particular that you can look back to that was like the most profound thing you heard? Yeah, it doesn't have to be a band. Maybe be like yeah, like somebody movie. Even, like, like what got you even playing books. music? Well, for me, definitely, I went to this high school actually called the uh, Pioneer High School, and it was a uh, yeah, it was sick as <laughs> I don't know that is. Heck. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, anyways, anyways, it was a school for the performing arts, and pretty much like I uh, I'd heard about it. It was like really cool. It's like uh, for the performing arts. So it was like the music played was like uh, they called it shoot, I forget what it was. It was called core. Uh, no, it was like, oh. yes, but, uh, it was like popular music, but it was like more on the rock side. I uh-huh. forget what that's called, but you know what I'm talking Pop about. Pop rock? rock. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, gosh, like a jazz band type of thing? No, no, um, no. like, was, like Radiohead type stuff. It would, no, oh, like it alternative would, stuff? Even, we did play Radiohead a lot, but like, it started out with like classic rock and like Sting yeah. and the okay. bass and stuff. Like the first year I was there, we were playing like... Mostly oh, okay, you guys are both in that together. Yeah, so whatever. The point is, is just, like, I walked in, and, like, I just saw, you know, these... They, we were just, like, cover bands, you know? We just play other mm-hmm. people's songs. Mm-hmm. But I saw, you know, these bands just playing these songs, and they were playing them so well. And then I met, you know, all these cool dudes, like Ryland, mm-hmm. and uh, I cute. saw some local shows. I was actually... Ryland's first band, I saw Rumors. Mm. Um, that was the that was the name of Sword before the yeah. name was taken by some Canadian post-hardcore band. Yeah. They were oh, that's actually, why I changed the name? Yeah, we changed the name. Oh, okay. Dang. They were actually probably my first inspiration to like start writing oh, music, dude. which is kind of sick. That's, yeah. that's dope, dude. So I, I think that that's, band, yeah. that's cool, because uh, I'm, I'm th- we brought this up a few times in some of the past episodes, but uh, I think right now the scene is like doing something really cool. And, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, there's a lot of unique bands out there. I think we're all kind of inspiring each other, sort of. And I would say Like yeah. seeing you guys, you guys are so young. And uh, How old are y'all, by the way? I'm 19. I'm 18. 18. I'm 17. Dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. You guys are young. Like my band, we're about. I'm, I'm I mean, 20. Like I'm 22, so I'm not. I'm like with y'all. Yeah, you're not too far. Away. I'm like I'm 25, yeah. and I'm the youngest guy in my band. Dude, that's but old. Like, yeah. that after seeing old. you guys play, we were just like, wow, we want to step it up somehow. Uh, like, oh. like <laughs> no, it's like on, all the bands are like inspiring each other, and like I, I just feel I'm, I'm feeling that from a lot of different places, I yeah. guess. So yeah. that's yeah. really cool that, that that's what happened to you. Age is just a number. So you saw his band. I think our Kelly said. Yeah, so I saw Ryland's band. I also just want to mention New Limbo, one of my other buddies. Yeah. Guys. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, those guys are really oh, sick. Those guys are cool too. They uh, they like a bunch of our stuff. We're very gracious for that. What happened day. to Old Limbo? I'll Grateful leave for that. Really. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's what the real hardcore fans like. But there, the posters so like me like the new one. Old, yeah. old Limbo. Um, there was a period when they were just calling themselves Limbo, and that's when they just they felt like they were with the times and stuff. But then they realized that they wanted to put that away, and they've moved on. New Reborn is yeah. new limbo. Dude, uh, yeah. funny thing about them. It's Gandalf uh, and my limbo. <laughs> so me and Ryland knew each other in middle school. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we were friends in middle school. But then uh, after we got out of that, uh, we went our separate ra- ways because uh, he went to Pioneer and I went to UCAS. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't talk. That's for the like, UVU school, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we didn't talk for like, I don't even know how long. Like, it was a while. Three years yeah. probably. Yeah, just the entirety of high school. And then like right after we both graduated, um, my friend Brian started working. Oh yeah. Yeah, he started working at Fresh Market, where one of the members of uh, New Limbo, Ari. Arlen Carson. Yeah. Uh, he works there, and uh, he invited Brian to the show that they were playing. So I went there, and I found Ryland again. She's like, "Hey, yeah. what's up, dude?" <laughs> they were playing a house show at uh, New Limbo. Was playing a house show, and uh, I was like, "Oh." Well, if it isn't Brandon Wheat. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought it was someone else for a second. 
uh, I thought it was like some guy named Daniel or something. I walked up and I was like, "Hey, uh, Ryland." Yeah, it was so, it was a really interesting way to meet again, especially because yeah. I like I remember he he covered um, with his friend at uh, our middle school. He covered Master of Puppets by the Metallica <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, dude, show, and yeah. I was just like, "Bro, he's so much better at guitar than I am." And we were both in the same guitar class as well yeah, back yeah. in the yeah. day, and so like. There was this there was this weird like unspoken like riff contest at that <laughs> in that guitar class. So like people would just come in and just like have their acoustic guitars oh my and just gosh, be like, yo, dude. so there's this song by System of a Down <laughs> called Chop Suey. <laughs> and I just trying uh, to help each other basically. It was so funny. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. like we constant like nonstop don't fear the Reaper. Like oh my dude, yeah. every every second day. of every, every day, day in the class. Be like, burr, 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 burr. I can only put the cowbell on oh. that song, but yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's so crazy. That's cool that you guys went to a, a school. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. We have that. so many wag yeah. stories. From oh that my school. gosh, cool. yeah. But like, that's um, craziness. Well, I guess moving on to me here. Um, yeah, yeah. A big inspiration for starting music was that that guitar class, but I think honestly. Like, the, the real push was that my dad and my uncle and, like, my grandpa played classical guitar, like, nylon string. And I just thought it was just something that I, that, like, I needed to carry on in a way. Like, yeah. just because all of these members of my family were really good classical guitarists and stuff. And so, like, I would just kind of screw around with the guitar and I would like it would be totally out of tune but I would try to play stuff I, I, I would like sit it on my lap like a lap steel and because I didn't know how to hold it and that stuff yeah. like back in the day and I would just kind of like screw around on it like that until eventually um, in that school there was a guitar class open and I think I started going to it in seventh grade probably um, and so I was like oh man now I'll actually learn how to do it and I think that class and the fact that my dad and my uncle and my grandpa all played classical guitar was the start of it so, I, can't, cr- I can't believe you had a guitar class yeah. at your school, I, dude. In, in oh, middle yeah. school, I had marching band, dude. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't even have. I was in, in a high school. Band. We didn't have anything like that. Yeah, like, the guitar that, class was sick. That's so cool. That's that's really dude, awesome. Dude, if you want to talk about high school not having like artistic stuff, dude, go to UCAS. <laughs> really? Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. UCAS is literally only Common yeah. Core. Like complete. And when you STEM graduate, stuff. you graduate with an associate's yeah. degree. Like there's a there's an art there are like art classes right like for you to like finish your requirements and stuff, but like you know there there aren't really a too many uh, programs for that there. Uh-huh. That's, that, that's just cool. I'm just like that's that's awesome. But like, I'm jealous. <laughs> so should we talk yeah. about how we actually first met? Like bonded. Oh my. Okay, so we were in a. It was a health class, right? No, it was, it was science. Science. Yeah, it was a science yeah. class. And um, so there's, this, there's this YouTube poop about. Uh, <laughs> if, if, uh, to the listeners, if you don't know what a YouTube poop is, it is the memiest of memes you will ever find. Yeah, it was yeah. like this early it's, 2000s remixes of I videos recommend. that people would like chop up in Sony Vegas and just like <laughs> mess with what people were saying. They would add like really bright flashing lights. Or just and, all yeah. kinds of audio effects. Yeah, or, like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. They just ruin it. The, just look up YTP and you'll know what we're talking about. But like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this one. It, is it called Toys on Acid? No, it's, no, uh, it's, it's oh, you, uh, Strange oh, Things Are Happening. Strange Things yeah. Are Happening. Things so, are happening. We were in that science class, and um, the teacher had, like, instructed us to do something, and Brandon leans over, and he's just like, yes, say. But there's, <laughs> and so I just went, uh, uh, what did I say? Good? Okay, there's a scene, there's a scene in it uh, where one of the toy soldiers, you know, in Toy Story, he goes, yes, it's sir. It's about Toy Story. But it gets reversed. Uh, and so he just goes, yes, say. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, yes, say. And then... Uh, the other uh, toy soldier just falls off a dresser, and he goes, die. And then he explodes. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah. <laughs> and so the teacher was all like, okay, I need you guys to do this. And uh, so I had actually just skipped a grade uh, that year. Um, 
so I like had no friends and it was just like my first day in there but uh I still like had like um that uh tendency to make weird jokes uh, like YTP jokes with my friends from seventh grade so even though I was in this class with like no one I knew I made that that dumb joke I was just like yes say and then I just hear like, yeah the under uh. the other end of the table uh, Ryan's just all like die and I just like look over him like what and there and then our eyes met and there yes. were fireworks wait that's, yeah. that's yeah, how that's you guys what it met sounds like. that's and awesome. then you guys didn't see each other for a while no we we hung out for all yeah. of middle school yeah. that's um, interesting was oh, that, that, that was like the very yeah. first day of middle school but then like, after that after that like that's so interesting it's almost like that from one moment to ninth grade, we were like friendship. buddies well yeah like we didn't really like talk though till like I got into ninth grade yeah that's true so it was really just that year felt way longer though Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. This band, the, the very origin of this band is from a meme. Hey, yeah. that's, I think that's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Great. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. So, Brandon, for you, what were some, I guess, musically, what were some of the things that... Yeah, so uh, when I was, like, four, I think, um, my parents got me uh, this Toys R Us, like, drum kit thing. And I don't remember this at all, really, but apparently I was, like, playing it, like, 24-7 or something. Um, they just, they decided to get me uh, an actual kit at some point. I started doing I started playing on that, and they signed me up for drum lessons. Um, when I was like I don't even know like six or seven. Mm-hmm. You've uh, had that same kit since then too, right? Um, I actually just barely oh, yeah, gave it to Hannah. It. Yeah, yeah, true. Hannah Did Williams. You, wait, what what kind of kit is it? Uh, it was just like this pearl like starter kit um, that from, I used from Toys R Us. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making a joke. No. I thought you were like, yeah, we used Toys R Us and they have like. Yeah, yeah. He was joking. Like, you still put a Toys R Us kit? They open, they open the door, and there's just like this kind of balding dude with glasses and a ponytail. And he's like, so I noticed that you came to this Toys R Us looking for a drum kit. Opens the door. Drums R Us. You're in luck, pal. Dude, yeah, because I thought you used a Toys or uh, yeah, first act kid on the album. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be, oh, man. that'd be some cool stuff. Dude, yeah. uh, on the album, dude, I actually used some, Braden's kit. We have yeah. some crazy stuff that we used on the album. Oh, yeah, so yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll Do we have any pictures? Finish, finish, yeah, yeah, okay. okay, yeah, anyway, so uh, we replaced that kit with um, that Pearl starter kit. I played that for a while. I got drum lessons, uh, and I did that for, like, a, like a while, like, five or six years at least. Um, and I would, like, play, like, uh, little shows that the, you know, the, the drum and guitar programs would put on. Uh, as like this little kid in front of like all these people, it was pretty fun. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and then eventually I quit. Uh, I moved to California for a year. Um, and I just kind of stopped playing drums for like a year or two at that point. But then I moved back to Utah um, a year later. I started playing again more, and uh, I just really got into it. And uh, I I used to just play like basic stuff, uh, you know, um, just um, like Iron Maiden yeah. and uh, you know like Judas Classic. Priest and stuff. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff I played, but then I moved back and I started getting into like more heavier stuff like uh um I mean I don't okay, I'm I live under a rock, so I barely know any bands, but um I started playing stuff like As I Lay Dying and like uh Blind Witness, those are like some yeah, of my favorite. Yeah, kind of early 2000s <laughs> death yeah. metal kind of stuff. Definitely. So, more heavier stuff. I got yeah. into that and it, it was a it was a time. Yeah. I like how you are into such heavy music that you say Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. You're like more heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, more. yeah, yeah, yeah. I need not, more not, heavy. Well, those are like classic metal. heavy metal. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, eventually yeah. y'all are gonna just be into somebody talking into a mic with the most distortion on their voice. <laughs> so, so podcast? Yeah. I'm kidding. Actually, also, <laughs> basically, we're yeah. gonna um, we're gonna distort this podcast. I'm, I'm to the point where like <laughs> I'm to the point where I watch live videos of just like Sun not even actually playing. 
Mm-hmm. You know yep. the band Sun. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I watch. I watch bands. I watch. I watch like the intro, and then I just quit because it's like I just want the ambiance. I don't even want the music. I just want. You their just want all the stuff presence. in between. I just want their menacing presence in the fog machines. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, that's yeah, that's what they're like. They're just the I super scary, intimidating yeah. little guys, and just. But anyways, um, so yeah, I started playing that heavier stuff. And uh, I thought to myself a lot of that time, actually, like, I just really, really wanted to be in a band like that. Yeah. And I just thought about it all the time, but, you know, like, living, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in this yeah. indie rock yeah. wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> living around here. There's a lot of uh, that around here. And I was, like, in middle rock, school, like, like at the time. Uh, I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm not going to find anyone to, like, be in a band. Like uh, that the kind of music yeah. you wanted to play in yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah, just like that, the like, heavy, scary stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, did well. The, did, well I'm sorry, yeah. did that go through your mind of, like, oh, I could start a band, but it'd be some kind of... It'd be the kind of music... I don't want to play. I mean, or or did you have no options? I don't even know. Um, okay, I was just curious. I didn't really know anyone that really played music at the time, mm. really, like beside Ryland. But um, yeah, I really wanted to be in a band like that, and uh, I just never really thought I'd, you know, ever actually be in a band like that. But you know, here, here we, we are. are. Here dreams, we are. Dreams come true. Here we are, and yeah. I, I gotta say, you guys are pretty heavy. It's a compliment. We've been told that once yeah. or twice. No, I yeah. like it. Yeah. There's there's actually uh you guys I uh are pretty unique around here, I think, like as far as that was the plan. So that stuff is yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 you guys did it. That's great. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. I uh I love what you guys do. Thank you. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're all into it, you know. You wanted to do that, yeah. And but we're also we're all also into like soft, fluttery stuff as well. Yeah. So like, oh, that's very that's good. Yeah. It makes I sense, can tell yeah. that too. Like, we're, we're all super yeah. into like slow dive and like slow yeah, dive, dude. like chill big, wave from yeah. the early two thousands mm-hmm. and stuff like Tycho and that. Love yeah, Tycho. dude. Love yeah. Tycho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys like Boards of Canada, dude? I love Boards of Canada. That's, a, yeah, that's one. Tycho that's and like... Boards of Canada were like my most listened to artists this year. Mm-hmm. When oh, really? Spotify thing, which is funny because I listen to like a ton of metal, but like. Tycho was like the one band that I listened to more than everybody else. The Tycho and Mogwai, actually. Oh yeah, dude. dude. I can kind of pick up on Mo- some of that in y'all's yeah, dude, music. Actually, the top line at least. Uh, okay, yeah. There's one song in particular. I was like, this is like Young Team. This is exactly like Young Thank Team. Thank you, dude. I, Mogwai is like one of my I favorites. Love like one of my like one of the bands that like really inspired me. That I'm like, okay, I, I need to keep writing music. I need to try. So you to can be get to band. the level of Mogwai. That's totally mm-hmm. how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, man. I They're love awesome. Them. They speak and, to me. Anyway. And one day, um, they're gonna use a clip from this, and it's gonna be like that. Um, in the background, it's gonna be like of, of, of yeah. come on, of come on, die young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite one, by the Dude, way. Dude, that might also be my favorite Mogwai album too. Okay, I, I got. I, I don't want to talk about them too much because I yeah. want to talk about them in the review. Actually, yes. Oh, yeah. uh, there's, a, there's this one song in particular. I was like, Dude, anyway, I, we'll we'll get onto that. And on that last track, y'all kind of fused Boards <laughs> of Canada and Mogwai with a. It was kind of yeah. an IDM yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, anyway, anyway. When you get to Phil. Mm-hmm. No, I feel oh, already. Yeah, started. Dude, you're out of the loop. No, well, here's why I'm out of the loop because. That was a weird place to start. We went here, here, and here. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't you much can't see what he did. You're, the color pointed the right, long triangle. left, Shit. center. Or I want more from Phil is what I'm saying. Oh, wow. Yeah, Phil, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Phil us What's in, going dude? on? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> give, us, give us your philosophical wisdom. Yes, please. Dude, right. yeah. Okay, yeah, I, have a, I have a question for you guys. Um, so, obviously, you guys play this, like, heavy brand of, like, of, of rock music. We've already said you guys are pretty different what is y'all's goal i guess with your with your music being the way it is we'll have phil answer i this. think oh i think okay actually i do have some stuff to say he's about got this. a good answer i can tell i think yeah. um i think uh, oh wow <laughs> 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 well, well talk, never mind you, you can answer but you're out of the band <laughs> 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 
This is your final statement. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think, okay, one thing I think we could do, I think we could play tighter as a band, and I think that we could have more form to our songs, because on the recordings, you know, we clearly have form. We get a little jammy. When we're live, we, uh, like, sort of jam a lot. Yeah, like, I don't we, think we've we ever had really a live rarely, show where yeah. we do a song we're, the way we're supposed to. Yeah, we really rarely play a song, like, from start to finish, exactly how we wrote it. You know, we'll, like, add something or take something out mm-hmm. or, like, jam it live. Yeah. Or Which just is fun. forget entirely what we're playing. <laughs> yeah, play something different. Nobody knows. No, that's that's yeah. special. Yeah. That's cool, though, man. Yeah, I remember. So. Da- I, well, I've only been. I've been in a few bands, but I, I've, we've done that many times. Oh yeah, rap. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Band stuff, mm-hmm. dude. I feel if I feel it works, like, it works out great though. That's like, exciting. Yeah. Something exciting about it though. It's yeah. like it's different every yeah. time. I think <laughs> that that's missing from a lot. I mean, it's just yeah. There's a lot like there's a lot of great bands out here. Uh, that's something that's like missing from a lot of bands I think out here is uh, the willingness to kind of like. Just yeah. push me <laughs> on a little yeah. bit, kind of do something yeah. like that. Yeah. So. But but you're saying you aspire for more form, though, I think, right? Yeah, well, I oh, love okay. I love just jamming, but I would also like to have songs with more of like a complete form. Yeah, to mm-hmm. just go yeah. robot mode and just be like... <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. would also like... We're starting... We're sort of starting this now, like to add another extreme into our music where oh, we yeah. have like a lot of heavy... Um, a lot of heavy music, but we don't have a whole lot of like really fast heavy music. Yeah, you know? a lot of our. Yeah. Music I'm the one with the Slayer teamy. shirt on, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but I d- we have started like just today. We were experimenting with like some sort of grindcore things and like. Heck some, yeah, yeah some, that was like, fun. So we do want to like add like a nails bit of that and in. napalm death and nails. stuff like that. I love Gosh, nails. Gosh, nails is so great. I love nails. Dude, uh, but yeah. yeah, we're we're working on like some more thrashy, like moshy stuff because a lot of our a lot of our metal side is pretty like doom and sludge influenced, especially yeah. like black and sludge. Like uh, that's my favorite kind of stuff, though. Oh so yeah. that, that's why you guys spoke to me so quickly is because mm-hmm. I was like, man, yeah. this is like yeah. stuff. Let's do like we get sometimes stuff. we got fast. Like uh, one of our old songs, uh, "Can You Hear the Ocean," is like pretty like oh, yeah, pretty thrashy. Song is not on the. It is not. not yeah. No. yeah, that's a good song though. I know that one. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, just want to play. I, well, do you, I mean, do you guys have any thoughts to add to that? Like, what, yeah, uh, and I guess overall, what's what, what's a goal you guys have? I guess. Uh, yeah, I was um, like big picture too. Phil's there... Phil's answer sounds a lot like a Phil answer, and it's good. It's a good answer. Like I agree with everything. And he, you and said. he did the Phil thing. He, yeah, it's true. He did the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is the Phil thing? Dude, the Phil thing is when he goes like this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he, this is his laying down the law. Um, that's but good. I think, we I need somebody. We need people. Yeah, that was like fantastic. Yeah. That was fantastic. I like that. <laughs> it's it's a it's a. F- I'm I'm uh, the one that tries to keep fun. organization in the band, and these <laughs> yeah. two just like create chaos. So all together yeah. we work together. I'm you. So. I'm you in my band. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I I help organize. Well, well, I'm a free spirit still, but like I. Yeah. You do. Have, you have a Slayer shirt too. So that's yeah, so I'm wearing a purple Slayer shirt. Lavender purple Slayer shirt. So um. I feel like my interpretation of that question was is like what we're trying to accomplish like sonically and like artistically I suppose. Um, really, yeah, sure. one of our th- one of my hugest things coming into this was wanting to mix total like sonic extremes in one song like that kind yeah. of a thing where we're I wanted to connect like everything that I love about soft music and everything that I love about ridiculously heavy music and and somehow find some way to form them together into one cohesive thing and like make as make as a I suppose mountainous waveform of music as I could where yeah. it, where it would be like just total anarchy and noise and craziness and then just have it kind of be that and then drift into things that would teleport you to a different part of the song and like have emotional um have emotional complexity as well as having sonic complexity 
where a lot of metal bands and stuff like that are just metal the whole time. It's yeah. just it's just the entire time. <laughs> and like um I feel like that's kind of something that I was missing in that sort of music cuz being so into like post rock and like classical music as I am, it's interesting it's more interesting to me to have emotional highs and lows and sonic highs and lows in a song like um Sergei Rachmaninoff like one of the greatest pianists of all time his his compositions are just all over the place like they mm-hmm. do not make any sense it's not like it, it doesn't they don't have any motifs it's just it you'll have this really happy part of a song and be like wow this is really blissful and happy then the next second it'll just be like and you'll be like oh and so it's just like kind of this emotional journey and so not only did I want to mix these totally varying genres, mm-hmm. I wanted also to uh, to mix these emotions that you can feel in one show. So, like, I don't know. Say you go to a show that has three bands. One of them is, uh, one of them is like, I don't know, Gojira. And then mm-hmm. one of them is, uh, one of them is, we'll just go with Slow Dive again. And then yeah. the last one is, like... <clears throat> explosions in the sky or something like that yeah you would have s- so many weird like emotional moments in that song that or in that show that you went to if it existed that it would be totally overwhelming and you would just be like wow i just felt every emotion that i could in one thing and that mm-hmm. was kind of the main like artistic idea behind that's it. cool and almost that almost could work to your advantage too because um it makes you be able to fit into a lot of different lineups as far yeah. as shows go. Yeah, yeah, that was also the other thing. But you by guys the, have a lot of utility as far as your sound goes. Mm-hmm. Like you guys can play with a lot of. But people, what I feel like. what, you were, what you were saying about your, your sound and what you want it to be like, by the way, is exactly what I was. I, I don't want to say exactly like I thought those exact words, but that's basically like from listening to y'all's album and just hearing y'all live. I was like, dude, like you're somehow able to have all these different styles in the music but maintain kind of the same uh, the same uh, aesthetic timbre, you can tell us the yeah. same timbre the you same can, mood you can tell us the same band I and I thought that was I was impressed by well, that well thank you wow. thanks that's too. you guys have definitely achieved that from from what I've observed too and especially after listening to the album I can I can definitely feel that just kind of a comment too what you were talking about uh, the post with post rock with crescendos and highs and lows <laughs> and mm-hmm. things like that classical music um, that's 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 awesome. What's cool about you guys and like uh, I think a lot of like newer metal bands uh, are, are mixing those two worlds mm-hmm. because uh, with like those crescendos uh, and po- I don't know sometimes a lot of post rock can sound the same. Oh yeah, and a lot post of post rock done, is super cookie cutter right? at this point. So but yeah, exactly. So it's so cool to me to see like that really wild other extreme being paired with that it just it gives it a whole other like, I, depth and angle mm-hmm. another emotional angle I guess that th- that music never is going to have if it's continued to be played that mm-hmm. way but, uh, that, uh, that music being post rock but I think at the same time I think post rock is almost and I, I could be t- the way I see it is that it's almost like post rock is, is what threads all the other styles that you are doing together almost mm-hmm. Because post rock can have like a kind of more indie sound, more chill sound, mm-hmm. but also it can go into really yeah, heavy super stuff. Epic, like yeah, you know, like like, like some Mogwai stuff is Pelican, pretty heavy. Pelican, like uh, Russian circles, that kind of thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, gosh, yeah. I, um, I love them. Yeah, my uh, my view on it is that I feel that post rock is an extreme music because mm-hmm. yeah, it's just okay. it's just so out there. It's it's like once you get once you listen to it a lot, you'll be totally used to it. But at the same time, it's the total opposite of extreme music because. 
which is like the most obvious, like, ooh, look how smart I am thing to say. Where, where, you, where you say one thing and then say the total opposite. I, yeah, like, dude. That's oh, so man. funny that you say that. Anyways, yeah, no, I, lo- I, I hate I when t- people do that. I, like, I, hate like, I do that I'm like a human, but life. I'm also a bird. Anyways, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> that, I have yeah. something else to say about that afterwards. But um, what, what I'm meaning to say is that like you could play post-rock with somebody who's never once listened to post-rock and they'd be like, I like this. This is nice. And it would be kind of a background music thing to them. Like, it's mm-hmm. very similar to classic music. Like, um, they would, they would just be listening to it and it would just be there and it would give a mood but you can also listen to it as a musical expression as well as, as mm-hmm. an art rather than just background music and I think it works in both of those ways which is why I think it's yeah. so extreme because people can have these huge emotional reactions to it like mm-hmm. like if you've ever seen like a post-rock band live or something like that it's a huge emotional thing there's a song on uh, Happy Songs for Happy People by Mogwai mm-hmm. called Killing All the Flies oh yeah that song like uh, inevitably like, every time I listen to it uh it, it's so cliche. It brings tears to my eyes. It, it really it, does. It just like, I don't know why, but that song just sounds like life to me. And mm-hmm. post rock, I think that's the goal a lot of times to kind of a lot about the build. Get mm-hmm. those feelings kind of worked up in they, you. There, it's it's forcing you to somehow, um, kind of confront your own feelings and stuff without telling you to. It's just mm-hmm. inviting you to. Because there's no lyrics in a lot of post-rock. Right. Like, it's just totally instrumental. And so it's just, you can either listen to it as just a, oh, this is some nice sounding music, or you can listen to it as a, I'm going to confront this thing that's in my life, and I'm going to let it, and I'm going to let it pass as this song passes, which is why they're so long. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Back, back to that thing about saying the total antithesis of what you're going to say backwards. <laughs> if you want to be a, a super popular pop band lyrically, all you have to do is say the total opposite of what you just said. So, for example... The song uh, "Counting Stars" by One Republic, everything that kills me makes me wanna makes me wanna fly or something, uh, you know. Um, what's another one? Like, oh, there's obviously the the hot and you're cold, yes, and yeah. You know, but that that's, that's <laughs> that kind of thing. Okay. Because for some reason, like in now between, I know the secret. I'll write it in down. between okay. the two yeah. opposites of what you're saying. There's like this Industry little like secrets. I yeah. know what you're <laughs> saying, even though you literally just canceled out what you said. Well, and so many people are gonna hear that and be like, oh, that's kind of profound. It's super yeah. deep. Yeah. No, but no, I I was watching this interview with uh, Erica Badu. I don't know if y'all like her. I love her music, but she everybody was like. In her interview, everybody's like looking at her like she's all wise, and that's basically the stuff she was saying. Dude, she was she like, she was like, so much she was like, like oh that. man, she's like, the world we are awake, but we're also asleep, and all this yeah, kind of stuff. Kind of and it's like, like that's not like, smart. Oh, yeah. I'm no, just like, that's, yeah. you're not wise. Just make music, please. Yeah, yeah, Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do your job. No one to have opinions on philosophy. Yeah, that, that's a tricky thing because yeah, I mean, obviously they are. She makes great music, but so she, she says, what the heck stuff. is she saying? Yeah. Yeah. And she wears costumes. She doesn't wear clothes. She wears costumes. Well, anyway, she's a, she's a great though. musical artist. Great musical artist. Yeah, she's a great, great voice. Anyways, um, are, I'm curious. Are you guys as into the post-rock stuff, too? Is that... I've been getting you know, into it, yeah. Ryland actually got me into that stuff. Okay. I didn't listen to any of that before I met Ryland. Uh, do you, I got you, you guys are kind of into yeah. it now, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely like, got me into a lot of it. But yeah. I would say less... I listen to less post-rock. I listen to more like... Uh, Along the lines of like shoegaze. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, slow dive. Slow dive. Freaking uh, uh, my boy Valentine, obviously. Yeah. yeah. That's what. That's yeah. what. Whenever I saw Sword, that's what I was picking up on. Whenever oh, yeah. I saw that's what I got me like, into it. Yeah. That, that's what. That's what got you on my radar. I'm when curious. I saw tell Pe- people got mixed feelings about this band, especially the shoegaze people. You guys like Silver Sun pickups, dude. I don't know at this point, like, cause okay, I used to really like pickle. Okay. And then I listened to so much more like straight up shoegaze mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, this doesn't sound as washy and shoegazy to me as it used to. Yeah. But I still like I still have great memories that of that. That was like band. one of the first bands we heard that were kind of were 
play with that sound yeah. a little bit. The so very I'm a soft spot for them, but yeah, I, I, I know mean, some people are they're, they're like posers. I guess well, kind of just well. Here's some, what I have to say about that. Fans. It's kind of like what we're talking about when we're talking about black metal and all this. Like people, it's like, oh, if you're a real shoegaze fan, then you that you realize that's bullcrap, and they're just not really. Yeah, people call it new gaze, it, right? you know, in you, which is fine. But it's just like like it for what it is. Like like mm-hmm. they're not going out for being like this is shoegaze like solid. Yeah, they're not like, like, who cares? I, I, the, I just like the music. One of the first shoegaze bands I ever heard was uh, Ariel. Yeah. Um, their song uh, "In Your Room" uh, was on an episode of Psych, and um, you were like, "What is that?" I, dude, it was. I was just like, dude, this sounds like the Pet Shop Boys and New Order and The Cure if they like stuffed their guitars in a cathedral and turned it up to eleven. <laughs> I, it was the weirdest. It was the weirdest music I've ever heard, and I was just like, dude, I, well, it wasn't the weirdest, but it was like the coolest mix of all these things that I because I grew up with a lot of like post punk and new and new wave like uh, Tears for Fears and like New Order and the, the Police and stuff. Should we get into the album review? Probably, yeah. Because yeah. you guys are triggering, like triggering things in my brain where I'm like, oh, I can totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like making sorry all these connections. Also, sorry for taking up so much speaking time. I just get all. Dude, no, you're good. Huge yeah. genre nerd, but like. No, I am too. Actually, like that's why you and I have talked a lot uh-huh. about. Yeah. Yeah. People, people, music. people at my high school used to get after me all the time. They'd be like, it doesn't matter what genre it is as long as you like it. I'm like, but I want to quantify it and put it into playlists so I can listen to that. How are you supposed to know what to call stuff? How are you supposed to like? How are you supposed to describe your band to people? I mean, that, and, and that's ob- the, yeah, exactly. And right. obviously, it doesn't actually matter. Right? They, they're At right the in the a day. way, yeah. But but also, yeah, how, we gotta organize things. We gotta like be. Able I to totally look. think it matters, but how dumb is it when people say we are not a genre? We uh, yeah, that's we <laughs> have no genre. And they're like a pop we're not, band. It's we're like, not influenced <sighs> by anything, and it's like. I'll influence my foot up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like, de- or like, <laughs> Death Grips. They were like, they're like. Oh, I love Death Grips. I love Death Grips. Don't get, don't get him started. I love yeah. Death Grips too. Right. But, but have you seen that interview groups. where he's like, I'm more uh, influenced by like. Uh, by myself. Yeah, but like myself and my, ex- or not ex- just like by himself. It's just like, well, you know what he's asking, You're though, like, dude. <laughs> sure, like, Stefan. I got you. They're MC, dope, though. MC oh, dude, oh, they're so great. Anyway, dude, we should oh, probably get yeah. into it. I'd like love the, to hear your guys' like review the total of the opposite, album. though. You what? That's I would thing. love to hear you guys' review of the album. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, well, not, let's, let's talk not, about that with you guys. What were yeah. you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I'm the total opposite. Like like I said, I live under a rock, so, like, I don't know, like, anything yeah, he, about he anything. Just, he just loves everything. There's yeah, always basically. a guy like that in the band, too. The yeah. keys player on my band, Ben, is yeah, just like yeah. that. I'm, like, always. That like, makes total sense. I'm always like, man, I'm going to freaking turn Ben on. Yeah. That this makes total sense. Because I know he'll love it. Like, and. That's so funny. But just yeah, they're always talking about all these crazy things I've like never heard of. I'm like, well, he okay, just yeah. he just likes everything. It's or I'd be like, yeah, cool, have you ever heard of this genre? And he's like, that's real. You didn't just make that that genre mm. name. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's real. It's real. It's, listen to this. You'll Middle love Eastern it. junkyard rock. Yes, whatever. Something Is that like real? That. No, it's not. My girlfriend made that up. <laughs> dude, let's, let's, let's make it. Let's collaborate. Dude, we we'll, we'll be yeah. a new band. That That'd we'll be make, yeah, Middle Eastern junkyard rock. Influence um, the scene. And then eventually, there's gonna be post. Uh, Post Middle Eastern yeah. junkyard. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 like the regular one, but more abstract. Middle Eastern your, your junkyard. Your son's or your kid's gonna be in a band like that, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's. I, we've actually never. Well, we've we've reviewed albums, but when we did it in the past, it was more just kind of like. It was let's just, do it more like let's just discuss our thoughts on the okay, tracks. I let's mean, just I, talk about the first track. Let's just you know, let's just do that with the actual band. With the actual band. This is so cool. Yeah, here We're we are. Yeah. Yeah. Shellstrom. With the album is called Hypothermia. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what's, what inspired the name? Well, we have, we went through a lot of names, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I honestly, uh, I didn't like any the, of them. The, Sorry, yeah, it's true. <laughs> the original idea, 
<laughs> I'm not going to say the original idea, and none of you are going to say it either, or I'll slap you thoroughly. Um, all right. <laughs> all right, we'll keep it up. The original idea was... Um, it was supposed to be about... Uh, slap you thoroughly. <laughs> Hold on, I thought we weren't discussing the original idea. No, we're, we're discussing the original concept of it. Oh, okay. okay. So we were talking about... <laughs> That's completely different. Thanks, what, Ryan. Was it going to be a Goosebumps theme uh, oh, yeah. album? Okay. It was just going to be Dude. about Arthur. Unoriginal. Yes. Um, so we were, my idea was that I, the first track on this album is actually about like this experience I had reading about the, the Donna Reed party. You know, dude, that, dude, you speak in my language, dude. Yeah. You um, last podcast on the left. Do you ever listen to those guys? No, I don't. I, I sure. My friend, I'm about to introduce you to something that's going to change your life after this. Do I even listen to podcasts? You will love it, because I, I feel like me and you got the same interests. Anyway, <laughs> so Donna Reed awesome. So, you know, it's that, that story of the Pioneer uh, company that, like, went through a shortcut in Nevada and ended up having to cannibalize each other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The first track on this album is heavily inspired just by these feelings of, like, what, what it would be like to know that if you come back to camp they might be eating someone out of uh, sheer desperation and it's bitter cold and you're soaking and you're just starting to pass out cause you're just, you haven't been eating and that kind of thing. And I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like even though it's totally a long shot, there's emotions in people's lives that might feel the same way as like trudging through a blizzard and realizing that as soon as you get out of the blizzard, the only thing you'll have to eat is somebody else. That's I heard. I, well, now the lyrics make sense. Yep, <laughs> yeah. uh, that definitely comes. Th- I mean, well, that's what's great about um, any kind of good music is it can apply to a lot of different circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be like spoon fed what right. the meaning is mm-hmm. in the lyrics. But that no, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. That's so really interesting. The other you. the other thing was is that the whole album is actually the story arc of a. Uh, of a guy named uh, Peter Peter Dolan, I believe. Patrick. Patrick Dolan. Patrick Dolan. Yeah, I forgot his name, but um, he uh, this this his story goes, or at least a part of it. Um, he was out with this group called uh, the Forlorn Hope. It was which was one of the original title ideas for the album, but that might have been a little bit too like on the nose. Um, but <clears throat> they called him the Forlorn Hope because they were like out to go search for food and that kind of thing. And his story basically goes that he left the group while they were uh, taking shelter on a tree and he came back and was like totally just he had lost his mind entirely and he just stripped naked and ran off mm-hmm. into the forest died of hypothermia and then they eventually had to cannibalize him so the the, the sonic arc mm-hmm. of the album is supposed to be his experience with that um, and by the end of it we'll just talk about that in a second but that's the that's, that was the idea that's super interesting that gives a whole new depth to that mm-hmm. to me because that's, that's cool the last love, song the last song is him dying that's oh, that story is like one of the most compelling stories I think in like US history yeah, like that's, like, that's yeah. classic crazy. tragedy Horrible. not yeah. even classic it's, 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 it's <laughs> the Donna yeah. Reed party classic classic <laughs> it yeah. is it is such a tra- yeah I wow that's stuff super that's like real life Shakespeare they had that one dude that was like just super old and he just kept falling behind and eventually they just left him they just left that dude in the that. dust imagine having to eat your friends dude. oh my god or your, or your children or your mom Anyway, <laughs> Your mom. Um, first track is Permafrost. <laughs> That's the one you were talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this one starts out with some, like, clean, kind of like a delayed guitar tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it builds into this just brutal, perfect intro track, I think, for to kick off the album. Um, this, these are just some notes I wrote. Um, 
the screamed vocals, I really liked the way they were mixed. Thank you. Uh, I, I, wow. That goes to our producer, Braden Burgess. Oh, yeah, Braden Burgess. Oh, who was the Braden drummer Burgess. in Sword. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Shout out to Braden. Braden's re- Basement LLC. Is that, yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's an oh, idea. It's an idea. We recorded this in a basement. Nice. I really liked. Uh, I really liked the way they were mixed because, like, spe- like you, can, the clean vocals were more forward in the mix, but the screened vocals were just like hovering, and it was just part of the brutality. Mm-hmm. That's what I really. Yeah. I, I view screened vocals that. as just another distorted guitar or something. Yeah, like that. no, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's I was. That's what I was telling Brad. It's more like another instrument rather than like mm-hmm. what's leading mm-hmm. the song. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, speaking of Braden, he was actually he was gonna come. He was gonna come to this podcast, but then he was like, "Yo, I have dinner with my family." Yeah. Responsible. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So lame, dude. Whatever. <laughs> by the Sorry, way, Brayden, by the way, how did you learn how to scream? Did you just kind of copy people, um, like what so they did. I looked up. I looked up <laughs> you went a YouTube into video. A dark forest. I, I went into a dark forest. <laughs> yes, and I went and I went. I pretended. Met the I wolves. pretended to make the sound of a shot clock buzzer. Just <laughs> and then I pretended to say black metal stuff. Like uh, I would just walk around in this forest and just go, Satan in the forest, Satan in the forest, me in the forest, I'm in this forest. And then I eventually, then, like, you would get used to making the sound with your chest and your stomach rather than your throat. And so eventually it'd be, Satan in the forest. You know, like, Is that yeah. it right there? Satan in the forest. Okay, yeah. back up a little and do a little bit more, because I'm really interested in this. Satan in the forest. So is that what you do when you, when you that's what you're doing that's up there? That's how you do it? Essentially, yes. So, That's okay. awesome. I, I, it sounds so much more high pitched when I'm hearing it live and on the. Or maybe you just maybe you're just doing. I'm, it I might just. Right be, I've been doing it a lot lower lately. But really, I just looked up a YouTube video and the guys just said, "Yo, pretend <laughs> to be a frog and say Satan in a forest." And so I just practiced <laughs> that for months on end, and that's now that works now. Oh, you do a great job, and yeah, like that I'll, song kicks off super well with the screen vocal. Thank you. It's like uh, you. That song is like a really doomy song but mm-hmm. the vocals oh, yeah. are not so doomy i think the vocals are kind of black metal inspired oh yeah um very much inspired by george clark of deaf heaven okay and george clark yeah shout out to that dude mm, and a lot of other black metal bands but oh right right, right right of course. i was wondering when you'd say deaf heaven <laughs> already did we already, yeah we got jace you down we got Deaf heaven. they're man. awesome <laughs> they're yeah, awesome the throne room oh yeah you do, right i mean we've yeah. talked about this yes anyway. we have we have uh anyway um I mean, did you have? Did you write down some notes, dude? Like I yeah, I did. Too? Okay. Um, yeah. Well, well executed intro. I think it serves the purpose of the intro super well. Um, one of like the things I dislike the most about albums is whenever it doesn't start off strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the strongest song is second or something. Like, like, you yeah. can have your strongest song second, but your intro better be like airtight and rock solid. I feel mm-hmm. like the, you guys did a really good job of Thank that. Thank you. I feel, yeah, the order of the songs is really good too. And um, an interesting order choice too. I, I, I think it was say. a really good order. It was bookended, I think. Thank you. Yeah, mm. which I thought was great. Um, yeah, I mean, I, what, did you guys have any other... I would like to ask... Do you guys have any critiques? We get like, a lot of oh, people shoot. are really nice and they say things yeah, they like, but I'd love to hear critiques. So. Dude, not... I, I, I mean, not off the top of my head, but like, definitely not about this song. This song is, <laughs> was great. Like I, I really love Paracross. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I just think it delivers the energy and shows what you guys are all about right from the jump. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and the second track too. Um, it's almost like. I, I think the second track was one of my favorite ones on the whole album. Thank you. I, I got a really like uh, kind of Nirvana Bleach. Dude, yeah, that's interesting. Bleach. Yeah, oh. I totally. Hey, I thought remind- the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. My mom's friend, uh, uh, when we were in California visiting, she said that it reminded her of like old '90s hardcore in the beginning one, which yeah. was kind of, which is kind of surprising because I was 
sort of going from we were sort of going for more of like an industrial thing in a way but on track two yeah on track two yeah. in the beginning but also it does sound a lot like that's what it's called cold stream like too yes by the way. yeah and that to me would that y'all didn't have any singles for the song for this thing no, no. i feel like that would have been like the single that's the featured one on Bandcamp, i think oh is oh, it oh cool the, the, well i mean not to say that i would pick your single but if i were to yeah. have if you'd be like hey which one's the single i'd pick that one really i All loved right. that song i was like yeah, yeah thank you <laughs> Right. Yeah, features that really dissonant uh, little like harmonic thing you do. Oh, we have that yeah. under almost all the songs. Love, love that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if you guys have listened to Nirvana's first album. Oh, we absolutely have. Okay, so it's like Paper Cuts is the song specifically. I'm oh yeah, that's ooh. And Floyd the Barber. Floyd the Barber kind of like too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's For that really scummy guitar tone. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's that's totally what I was kind of. I mean, obviously, it's like it's a lot more than that too. The song progresses, mm. but uh, that first part, I was like, "Man, this is like some like bleach stuff." Right and, here. And I, even, I really like it. And I think even comparing the first track to the second track, you you can tell it's the same band, but still, it's uh, it's it. Th- those tracks are still so much different because there's more of a build to the first one and the second one just goes right into mm-hmm. it, right? It's like a... Dur, 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 dur. The groove is kind of like... Have you guys listened to Torch before? T- I have not, actually. Kind of like a stoner metal kind of band. Yeah, sick. Okay, that's kind of... The groove you guys play... We have him to thank for that. That's totally what that reminds me of. You said the coolest hand wave thing you know. Yeah, vocals... I'm just looking through my notes. Oh, this is funny. Uh, this is what I said in my notes. Um, the vocals in this track seem to be mixed more in the back, and it gives this feel to me as if the source of the vocals come from some sort of dungeon or something. Oh, well, thank oh. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, wanted to sound like I was in a uh, in an Iron Maiden getting poked with hot pokers. It really did sound <laughs> like you were like under something a little bit in that one. I thought that was a cool artistic choice yeah. made yeah. by the producer. So yeah, I'm a I'm an audio uh, dude, so dude. I, I like I love. Our producer, apart that kind Braden of stuff. freaking killed What a it. pro. Yeah, yeah, did a good job. I'm um, trying to think what that dude looked like if he was in Sword. Uh, he had a mohawk. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Oh, maybe. Anyways. Uh, anyway, we're at the two-minute mark. How did I not remember a dude with a mohawk? Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it's a very Come flat on. mohawk. It was, it was just kind of a shaved side thing. It wasn't like a pokey one, but you'd yeah. recognize him if you saw him. Yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd recognize him. You'd recognize yeah. him if you saw him Fortnite dancing. <laughs> he does impeccable Fortnite dances. Yeah, honestly, he is really good. Right. Maybe you get him on. Should, uh, get him on the live stream. <laughs> uh, around the two-minute mark, song fades from this noisy guitar feedback to super shimmery uh, guitar chords that kind of reminded me of some of that shoegazy stuff and the post-rock mm-hmm. stuff we yeah. were talking about earlier. Um, and that stuff's accentuated, too, by the bass line. Oh, dude, the bass line dude. on the song. The song is so, so, so beautiful. Yeah. So good. Some symbols added. Uh, I feel like I'm just giving a summary right now. Every, everyone, <laughs> everyone send Phil love for that funky yeah. bass line. Oh, yeah, dude, it's yeah, so it's great. He played that funky music, white boy. Yeah, yes. No, literally, seriously, literally look at him. Uh, uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no problem. Any t- any really glad people notice me. Um, <laughs> notice me, senpai. Yeah, okay, here's the last... Last thing, that's that's from. Uh, I'm sorry, I won't say. No, it again. that's the Satanic Temple dude, right? <laughs> Notice me, Senpai. Yeah, Notice me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what is that from? That? that dude. Dude, that guy's so funny. He's made so many videos where he. Of like, course, just, I'm here just to to bask in his glory. Yeah. Notice me, Senpai. Notice me. He was on the news. Where Michael oh, the yes, Angel and Batman will come down and do battle. That dude. Really? Is, he, that dude's <laughs> got to be kidding. He's. Oh, he's he, kidding oh, he, he he made, doing he, it for attention. Okay. Yeah, 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 totally. It was a joke. That guy's. So but he funny. is also an actual Satanist. Anyway. That stuff is so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I've I've it's seen like that video. I know what you're talking about now. Satanist. 
Okay, here's, here's the last thought I have. This song feels like an escape from some dark and dank prison into a cool and refreshing river that I'm swimming through and leaving the harsh memories of that cold prison behind in. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. That's an I'd absolute description. That's yeah. really it, it was beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I really like that song. Sorry, I'm like, fa- I'm like fanning out. You guys... Thank you, dude. That was a, good, that's I, a great yeah, song. I really appreciate yeah, it's it. one of my favorites. Like, I listen to it all the time. That, that <laughs> that's, actually, that's awesome. That one's actually a lot of fun to play live as well because people oh, yeah. get all like... Oh, yeah, people sure. start beating each other up or whatever and just be like... Yeah. And then it will kind of drift away. They'll be like... Oh, I love you, man. <laughs> I'm sorry I punched you earlier. That's cool how you can contrast that, though, and it doesn't sound forced, though. That's what I like the most about this album, probably. Is that it's because some people do that and it's like oh well now they're doing I mean like that last album we reviewed the 1975 mm-hmm. it's like they kind of tried to do that too but it's like almost like some of it sounded forced and it didn't sound as genuine I I don't I don't know how I, I don't know how it can sound like consistent like that it's My, hard, it's I don't know what it takes do, hard line to walk, I, I think it was because it was just more it was less about making the song sound like that and more about making the song convey what the song meant and how this the feeling of the song was supposed to change yeah it wasn't supposed to be like a oh and the, in this part we play something soft and pretty no it was i think i'd like to i like to say something yeah. more. i think what uh a lot of why our music like flows so well is just because we jam so much like i yeah, feel like yeah. that song like we wrote most of it because we were just like screwing around like jamming i feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and then it came it came out you're not feeling super forced because it's just what we felt like we wanted to play next yep so is that is that that's how cool. you guys write up most of your stuff is you guys kind of jam it out it is that's kind of how we wrote our whole with, album yeah. with sword it was literally like a mechanical process where i would i would be at my house i would write a song and i would do a little demo of it with a drum machine and then i would come into practice and then we'd be like yo we're playing this song and then we would immediately just have it be like that. But this band, all we do is just, I, I come with like kind of an idea, and then we all just kind of flesh it out there on the spot. The mechanical stuff, that's what my band is currently like, but we're writing a new album, and I want to get more into the mm-hmm. jammy stuff. So that's, mm. that's super it's, cool. It's a lot of fun. You should try yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our early stuff was more jammy, but then we got you know, uh-huh. really tight. We're all like, you know freaking old and super busy right now so like yeah. it's like hard but like we're trying to make more time to do that so i i props to props to you guys for that anything awesome. uh you have to know it colin or uh, about this second track or uh, you started this up yeah i mean i i love the second track I, like i said it's probably one of my favorite ones on the whole album but it's it's just uh yeah like, like i was saying it's just cool how y'all can do that and it doesn't sound forced you know what I mean? And that's actually something I was going to mention is, are all of y'all, so y'all all went to that music school. Um, he, did, he did not. No, oh, I did not go to music high school. You didn't. Music high yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. High school music. musical. Music. Yeah. <laughs> I did not go to high school musical. But uh, are y'all like musically like trained as in like, like y'all know like music theory and stuff? Oh, kind of. uh, well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these two guys <laughs> are like. He, he's way better at music theory than I am. <laughs> but. These two guys are like geniuses. I, I know like have. nothing. I just play, but no, you know. but that's that's that's, that's me. I'm not, not just the drummer. I'm a drummer too, and that's typical drummer. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. But but <laughs> I think I'm it, the bassist, so it's like a typical bassist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I think that's interesting. How well I guess you aren't super musically, but I was thinking if you are like super musically, um, like super into music theory and stuff like that, yet you care more about like the emotion of the song rather than mm-hmm. being so much into like how other metal bands could tend to be yeah, more into like how really can we be, and, yeah, like, exactly. Like kind of show off But I think it's cool how much into y'all are into like the emotion of the music and how it makes you feel rather than being like, oh, how can we make this as complicated and crazy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, I was going to say this earlier. I mean, this is kind of related to that, but, you know, you were like, uh, Brad, you were like, so what are you guys' goals for the band? You guys, like, you know, the two crazy geniuses listed off, like, uh, you know, goals for our sound and stuff. And all I thought to myself was like, well, to have fun and, you know, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, just, dude. you know, make music we're happy with and just. Yeah. That's you know, the most important think, thing you can yeah. do when you're making music. And that's, you know, yeah, focus sure. on that. And that's how you get some of the most genuine music, obviously. You're not trying to be in a band just so you can get girls. I mean, obviously. Oh, dude, hell no. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, uh, or get guys or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, language. Heck no, dude. Yeah, yeah there you go. You can say yeah. hell. Hell's dude, it's... <laughs> hell is 1-0. We're, we're yeah. in, like, a post-rock metal band, and you think girls would be into that? <laughs> dude, you would be surprised. I would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Neurosis, some girl that Harper knows, 2K18. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've... Okay, oh so wait, somebody actually said that? Okay, no, check this out. So Harper posted a neurosis song. Harper, Harper okay, from uh, Half of Valley Rock. She posted a neurosis song on her Snapchat story or something like that, and this girl responded with, "I love neurosis," and it was just like, because like I do know a lot of girls that like neurosis, but this girl did not like neurosis. I guarantee it, dude, dude. Okay, it, one time ooh. I have a funny so like one time I was kind of talking to this girl in high school. And she figured out that one of my favorite bands was the Mars Volta. Oh, yeah. And she was, dude. like, sending me, like, wax. I don't know if you guys know them, but she sent me, like, wax simulacrum and stuff dude, like I that. Dude, I love the Mars Volta. And I was, Volta. like, she was, like, trying to, like, be, like, oh, look at me. Like, I know this stuff, too. I'm, like, <laughs> oh. it, like, weirded me you out that she was into yeah. I was, like, oh, this man. is so weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't yeah, think whatever. this is a It's like there's nothing else to connect the dots. It's like, yeah, I like a lot of pop music. Plus, I like the Mars that's, Volta. That's what, that's what it was with Neurosis Girl, though. Yeah. Yeah. She, did, Neurosis she was like, Girl. she had like a 1975 shirt as like her profile picture and stuff and like that kind of thing. And she was just like, oh, I love Neurosis. I would have believed her if she said like Metallica. or like. Okay, like, not I, that there aren't girls out there, obviously, oh, no, that obviously aren't into the Mars Volta and Neurosis. One. Right. This yeah. specific one did yeah. not. I just want to clear the air I on hope that. I hope she doesn't Obvi- hear this. Obviously, there are people out there that are. If you do hear this girl that loves Neurosis, just know that you make us laugh a lot. Just, just know you're a poser. <laughs> Dude, like la- Neurosis we're just for po- pointing. This is the equivalent of pointing and laughing at her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyways, uh, that's hilarious. Jeez. Right, His laugh on. was the best. <laughs> anyway, gosh. Yeah. Uh, How did this go from a music review to pointing and laughing <laughs> at posers? <laughs> I love it. All right, this is awesome. This is why podcasts are the best for all your content. This This is my favorite thing. Um, Besides playing music, it's like, it's up there. Anyway. Track three. um, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Also, inspired by the producer Danger Mouse? Yeah, I was wondering. Um, Not really, no. No. Mostly the old old British TV show. But I do know about Danger Mouse. I haven't listened to him a lot. I don't know about the old British TV show, so that's probably what he's named after. I don't don't know a lot about the old British TV show ever. I just thought it was a fitting name. Anyway. I've actually never heard of either of those. Danger Mouse is a great producer. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Does he just have that song with, uh, (laughs) just what's it called, Gnarls Barkley? He also produced the majority of Demon Days by Gorillaz. Oh, he he did? also did Danger Doom with MF Doom. Mm. You guys into hip hop at all? I am very much into hip hop. Yeah, this guy right here. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're big. Well, then fans. check this out. We, no, I'm just kidding. We just dropped our album on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, no, unfortunately, not us. <laughs> anyway, Danger Mouse. Good uh, song. How, yeah, what's your, what's your, what do you, what, uh, what do you have to say about Danger Mouse? I think we had the lore in mind. Uh, it was kind oh, of, yeah. Uh, well, was, <laughs> was we needed, we, that's kind of a joke as well as, almost kind of being serious because we were we are totally um 
we are totally into that that kind of uh, shoegazy post-punk in a way, as well as wanting to write this metal stuff. But I just think it's a good, I think it's a good transition song from the beginning of this to the end of this album and into the fourth mm. track. But really, Danger Mouse is kind of just um, about as close to a pop song as we came to on this album because yeah, it has you know two choruses, so. it has some verses. I think well, it might ver- be the shortest song too. Maybe. It is it not is. the shortest song actually. It's not. No, I think I'm Permafrost pretty sure. Is. Oh, it is the shortest. Danger song. Mouse is the shortest. Yeah, like it's the shortest. Minutes. It's still like, <laughs> it's still like pretty minutes, long, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Danger Mouse. Uh, a lot of people have been saying that's their favorite on it, which is honestly kind of understandable because it does kind of have like a hooky chorus and stuff like that. But Danger Mouse is really kind of a personal song and where I am uh, kind of metaphorically this mouse and it's just kind of about like having to deal with personal problems and stuff like that and not knowing what to do with them. And that song's about anxiety and depression. This song's about anxiety and depression. <laughs> this song's about traveling. Yeah, man, I, I definitely caught on to that and I, I relate yeah. to that one a lot so I, I really appreciated the words well, of that song. I'm, I, and by the way, you guys sent us the lyrics to your song. That was, yeah. that was super cool because oh. I, I, I got to kind I, of I enjoy that. that on yeah. a different level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's do it first a couple times really, just the music then later with the lyrics. And, really, it's, yeah. it's not so much about it's not so much about anxiety and depression as it is just about not knowing what to do when you're feeling that way. You know, you're just feeling totally trapped, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's what it's about, at least. But. Yeah. You're caught by the tell thing. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, dude, I, I, it spoke to me. I really liked that. Thank yeah. You. And that's what kind of stinks is that what, what, what's awesome is you did send us the lyrics, which I, I'm glad you even offered that. But like, because now we're on streaming platforms. I mean, I guess you could Google the lyrics, but used to the CDs, they just came with the little, with the booklet and had all the lyrics in there. Mm-hmm. It could help there's you. An option to, there's an option to put the lyrics on Bandcamp. I could do that, but that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, kind of I, true I, cult. Can I request that? <laughs> well, we're making a formal request right now. Yeah, we'll do okay. That. Also, right. also another request. Band name? Change it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Too hard to say, guys. Also, bring bring I'll Phil, bring Phil back, back in the band. I know you kicked him out earlier in this interview. Phil, you're yeah, back. Yeah, Phil, you're back. Yes, right. I'm He's back. All right. Uh, I, what I liked about this song, um, one of the most thing. I forgot how to speak English. Um, one of the things I liked the most about this song was the guitar solo. Oh, thank you. Whatever it went like. Um, Dude, yeah. When y'all do that live, do you just... Oh, I, mean, I improv that solo in the recording. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah that's why it's so off time and terrible. But thank you for liking it. <laughs> I don't think it was no, terrible I thought it was at all. I thought, I thought it was perfect. It was, thank it, you. It was, it was really powerful. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I... When I play a guitar solo, I don't want it to just be like, oh, this part has a guitar solo. I wanted to play the guitar solo as as an emotional like add-in to the end of the song because mm-hmm. I just wanted the end of the song to be as intense as possible, which I think adding this like kind of sloppy, really like shreddy solo over the top really kind of helped what I wanted to do with it. So It yeah, sounds man. like it was done by a human, so it's Thank good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I like it. I like that guitar solo. But do you have a solo that they're live? Uh, I have live? parts of it that I... Like, I started off with that little arpeggio thing that... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll start it off live, but like whenever I play it live, I just fudge it every time. Oh, okay, and you just you guys don't have that guitar in the background. Just... Yeah, but like yeah. I have enough pedal effects on that it sounds like there's other guitars. So like, yeah, that's cool. And also, I'll switch in between actually playing the guitar track and then. So. Uh, fun fact about that song: we didn't actually have a form for that nope. until we recorded <laughs> it. We jammed it every single time. Yeah. Just until like interesting. Well, like live, yeah. we'd be playing it, and I just you know uh, that song has been three minutes before and that song has been ten minutes before, yeah so. uh, cool. we'd be playing it and I'd just be like okay I'd like try and guess when you two would want to end it like okay <laughs> this seems like a good time and I'd like try and play a fill that you know mm. uh, 
looks like it's time to end. So right, right, yeah. You gotta like signal to each other, I guess, when you're yeah. at that point. I watched for Rylan to click off his guitar pedals. Yeah, yeah honestly, like cringe. biggest yeah. Dude, signal right when, there. Remember when we played that underground show in Austin? It was just like, dude, every time you clicked on your guitar pedals, I knew it was about to drop. And it was just <laughs> like, dude, I love that you're watching that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good signal. So okay. So when you guys are going to perform it now, are you guys going to keep like yeah, the jam keeping, aspect? We're, or we're, gonna, we're probably going to have that one be more of a form thing. Okay. But the end of it will probably jam. I, I, I think yeah. what I think whatever's fine. I, I think I, I guess now like I that it's funny like hearing you guys describe the songs because now I'm like okay I remember them playing the song now. Mm-hmm. E- even though like I've been listening to the album over and over, I'm like okay now I, I remember. I think when you guys played this at Red Shack, it was like super long. I yeah, like, yeah. It was way long. This is this is intense. <laughs> it's, it's a great song. I, what I really liked about that one were the the harmonized vocals. It was yeah, just that, kind of a surprise. That, to that's oh, yeah, that, that's Phil. That's what Good I was job, say. Phil. That's why you're back in Thanks, the band man. now. <laughs> yeah. yes. Good harmonized vocals. We realized we couldn't do it without <clears throat> That was great. I thought that was such a great little uh, little touch to that. Yeah, that was cool. That, that really guitar solo was triumphant, by the way. Thank it you. Like, triumphant. That's Thank the, you. That's the word I attached to that. Triumphant. So. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you won something there. So... Um, Definitely didn't win a guitar solo contest. Or <laughs> Rylumphant. Rylumphant, yes. Rylumphant. yes. <laughs> you like that? Let's make that a thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was such a stretch. Should we take a break after that one? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's end that. No, let's, let's just end the podcast now. Actually. Yeah, no, no more. <laughs> you just killed it. No, I, I, uh, so you mentioned earlier new wave, post-funk type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that that has had an effect oh, on your vocal style? Absolutely, on your vocal yeah. style? Because mm-hmm. I was hearing that come through a lot, especially on this song. I was yeah. like, this is so weird. I've, ne- I've never thought about pairing. Uh, I-, I couldn't put my finger on exactly who you sounded like. Not that uh, obviously you sound like you. You sound Aww. original to me. But um, I was. I just never thought about pairing kind of like a post rock shoegaze style vocal or st- style like instrumental with like a more post funky new wave. Vocal I would style. say I was trying my best to sound like a falsetto <laughs> Peter Murphy from Bauhaus. Okay. Um, I guess that's all I can say about it. I just was singing it how I. Like I wanted to sing it. it sounds great. Thank so, you. So I do want to ask again. Do you guys happen to have like any critiques, any things that you think that we could do better or like change? Yeah. Um, I think as far so as far as that goes, I think it, talking to well at least me, Brad has more musical experience than I do. Um, I could I could tell you what I like or what I didn't like about the album, but as far mm-hmm. as critiques. As, as what you could do better. I mean, I don't have any suggestions, but I could say what I like and what I don't like about the um, album. But from, from what I heard, there was nothing that just blatantly came out that I just didn't like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And oh, even wow. even <laughs> thing, I mean, yeah, there's nothing that came out that I was just like, oh, this, I'm just like, okay, no. Like, mm-hmm. I, I liked it all. And that's probably the thing. Maybe if y'all had done an album where it, all the tracks were exactly the same or something, I'd be like, okay, this is enough. But I think there's enough uh, variety in the album to where it's not too much because metal can be very overwhelming. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. it's also like, it's also uh, doesn't vary very much over an album. Like, yeah, and, and I think right. that's what's that great about this l- album. Metal hard to listen to is, is that, that it, it's this stylistically it's spread out enough to where that that heavy sound that y'all do isn't overkill, and, and that that alone made me. Um, that's probably what I like the most about the album as a whole is how you're able to do that. I probably said that a few times, but. I, I have something I kind of thought of. It's not really a critique, uh, just more of a, a suggestion. I, but I guess I'm going to ask you guys, are you guys planning on doing the harmonized vocals live? Yes. Yeah, okay. we've been practicing those. Good, because I think that that's... I, I don't remember that if I we can do saw correctly. you guys both singing we, uh, in the past, but if you guys... 
have the chops to do it on the album, you guys need to keep practicing that. I would definitely oh, yeah. That's what bring that aspect on. to the live show. That would be yeah, just more sound, just, dude. More sound, sound, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know it's funny. We talked about doing harmonized <laughs> vocals on Danger Mouse for you know pretty much like since we started the song, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. we just never ended up like I, f- I felt like it would be easier the recordings. To, I felt like it'd be easier until we got the recordings to like remember yeah. what they were. Yeah, that was what I was going to suggest is because uh, I couldn't like I said I couldn't remember if you guys had done that in the past or not, but mm. um, yeah, definitely bring those to the live show. That'll like yeah, that that was impressive to me. Like when that came out, I was like, oh, this is like. This is di- like this is not what I was expecting right here. So yeah, that was really cool. Really oh, great thanks, song. Man. Again, the guitar solo amazing. Thank you, man. The uh, the the rhythm instruments supporting it was just it was perfect. So you guys Peace. nailed that one. Um, here's my here's my funny notes I have for that. All of these have like kind of funny, over dramatic. Is this for the same song? Yes. It says this song shows that the band can pull off these epic numbers that aren't just trading off aggression with ambience all the time, like a one-two punch. It's refreshing, not necessarily what I thought the record, where where I thought the record would go at this point, uh, but yeah, it was it was so great. Guitar solo in the rhythm section, interlocking and climaxing into that like blaze of glory. That's the guitar solo it was just one of the yes. one of the best glory. moments I think of the whole album. So not my favorite part. I'm gonna talk. That's for the next song actually. I wanted to talk to you guys about mm-hmm. the next one, but it is one of like the the best moments I think. So yeah, good job I, on that one. And I think it's the perfect middle track for this yes. project. Yes, thank you. So yeah. anyways, next track. Morning news. Morning Dude. news. Good plan words. Got a lot to say yeah. about this track. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one kind of begins. This is the one that reminded me of Young Team by Mogwai. Like really? starts out, yeah, just the drums and, and and also now that I think about it more, more like Come On Die Young, I guess. Um, it reminded me of the song Cody a lot. Oh, I love that song, dude. That's like one of the saddest, greatest songs that I've song, ever heard in my life. That song is a uh, like one of those songs where if I know I'm gonna like really be sad any second, I'll just play that and be like, all right, let's let's get it over. Oh, just <laughs> just like makes yeah. you feel. Me too. That's what. Um, obviously, uh, depression is a uh, really uh, complicated, deep thing, and it's something that you know. Uh, you've voiced, you've had some, uh, you've had some struggles with that. Maybe you, some of you other guys have too as well. And I, I've had struggles with that in my life. And but, everybody, uh, to some degree, experiences right. Exactly. Things that make. Uh, but uh, anyway, this is talking about Mogwai, not you guys. But. Uh, <laughs> That song, Cody, to me, that's what, like, being sad to me sounds like. Is, uh, is like that. And that song, uh, um, Morning morning News, really captured that vibe as well. So, Yeah, and I, I kind of got a <clears throat> sort of like a – this song reminded me a lot. Do you listen to Sunny Day Real Estate? Yeah, a little bit. This remind this – remi- what's that song? A song about an angel? Do you know that song? I think so. So that it really reminded me a lot of that song, just with because uh, I actually associate kind of the Mogwai post rock sound with with that sound, and, and that's really what this reminded me a lot the of. Sort of early two thousands post hardcore thing. Yeah, and in your vocals especially, kind of sounded sort of like earth. I don't mean like like uh, what what's something like like I don't mean like hair in your face emo, yeah, but I mean sure. like old like classic emo, is what it reminded me of, and so that that that's what I really liked about this track, and so. No, yeah, thank you. That was good. Um, what, what, what did you? What, I guess as far as meaning goes, what, what was this song kind of um, inspired by? Well, that's kind of a, it's kind of a tough subject for me. Um, it's actually about a, a friend I had, mm-hmm. um, who died a while back, um, or at least it partially is, and it's, 
it's kind of just kind of just how I think how what I think I could have done better mm-hmm. I don't know it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of personal it's no yeah, definitely man. no no yeah. of course yeah we, yeah it's it's really just kind of about uh, for me it's about kind of accepting mortality in a way yeah dude yeah I definitely felt that uh, I guess. In, in the I lyrics <laughs> I definitely felt that in the lyrics to that song uh, and like I was saying about Cody earlier the song Cody uh, that song makes me think about mortality a lot and uh, love and life and death and things and uh, like gosh I didn't quote it in here there was one line in it that I was just like it hit me uh, that's, a, that's a powerful song dude and like just the the timbre of it is, is so uh, incredibly sad, but also incredibly relatable. So I, I, I really think that that's a beautiful song. And one thing I like about, um, I looked at you know, band camp and what does it say? This, this album means whatever you want it to. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really what the song is about. I, I think that, I think that puts um, good, that, that is a definition of what makes good music, right? Because if it's like some pop jingly pop music, it's telling you exactly what, exactly what it's about do you know what i mean and and it's like this is what it's about and we're gonna spoon feed you the meaning but but good music you'll always come back to it because it's it's i guess nuanced enough to where it could mean whatever is going on in your life but it's 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 written from a place that's so personal by the people who actually wrote it that you get that emotion in the music whatever it is because Uh, um I feel I, I know exactly what that song's about, but it's not for me to decide what the song's about if if somebody else is listening to it. So well, yeah, of exactly. Course, like, uh, you know, there's that, and then also um, we've got the concept we mentioned <coughs> earlier. You know, with uh, Patrick Dolan. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like originally we were going to like set out and make, um, you know, actually like con- stick to the co- album, yeah, yeah, stick to the concept. But um, we ended up not doing that. But it just kind of happened to fit the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, this song also fits in with that narrative. And Rylan could yeah. probably explain that um, better. Yeah, it, I suppose it kind of, uh, after Danger Mouse being, I guess, somewhat triumphant, like what you were saying, um, Danger Mouse kind of would be where he was starting to, you know, lose it a little. And then Morning News is when he realizes that he's going to die. So, I don't mm. know. Yeah, man. It's, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's not I, the exact thing, but. I liked the lyrics. Um, it was like this blissfully sad description of some person leaving some physical place to a different place. Um, that's just like generally the, kind of what I got, but that's just that concept is so relatable. And you can like put that you can kind of like anybody can, can put meaning into that. You can, you know, the Patrick yeah. Dolan thing, yeah. or, or you know, you can kind of insert your meaning to that. And I, that's what I like about a lot of music is. Uh, Music that is left to your own interpretation is some of the most powerful music, and uh, I feel like you guys did that here. Yeah, because well. you, you can get the sadness of what the person was feeling, but it didn't. it's not like you specifically need to be sad about what they're sad about, you know? Or yeah. whatever emotion it is that the song makes you feel, you know? You don't need to just be happy because whatever, you know? You can be happy for different reasons, sad for different reasons, but yeah. either way, you come back to the song. Right. Yeah, dude, I, 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 it's like that was my, that's my favorite song on the album is, uh, is uh, Morning News. So yeah, that's also one of my favorites. Yeah, it's, it's like that one in Coldstream, so my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So great song. Um, did you have any other thoughts on that one, or did you guys have any other like thoughts about making that song? Or uh, I mean, something interesting, I guess, is that 
uh, Brandon and I didn't hear the lyrics till it was recorded. The oh, wow. Ryland was finishing up the lyrics yeah, after the music was oh, yeah. just writing the music. done before the lyrics were. Well, yeah. and also, uh, I, well, I mean, this is pretty much like, all, I jammed like all the songs in the recordings, <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. this one, like, I mean, it's a really basic beat, but I hadn't actually come up with something for this one. But uh, they recorded uh, their parts, or maybe it was just Ryland. I can't remember Phil. You also had your part on, but um, uh, I just played I that think, one. I so. think the simplicity works for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So y'all started the band, what, August, September last year? Something around there, yeah. And then y'all wrote all these songs. No, these songs, a lot of these songs were actually written pretty recently. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think the oldest song on there is probably Danger Mouse. Yeah, the oldest Danger one Mouse. is Danger Mouse. So that was written back when we were like, That was written started. right when we started. Was and Lucas then the re- all in four the band of the songs. at that time? No. I don't think so. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was right after Lucas left that we wrote Danger Mouse. We were but really sad the, that he left. All the rest of these yep. songs uh, were written in the past month or so. Maybe and, uh, time has just flown, but I, it, it almost blows my mind that you already have like music out. We, we didn't get we, that we out. Needed, really we needed to hop on it, dude. Sword didn't do that for like a year and a half. And then when we did do it, they were like not to par with what we wanted to have them sound like. So Yeah, man, I feel you. You got to like, you got to get on this yeah. stuff. But it does feel, I agree, it feels like you guys got on it really quick. Well, yeah, just like to just to add to that, like I'm really happy with how it turned out because, like, you yeah. know, I didn't exactly know what was gonna happen, um, but just it sounds so good. And again, Braden, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what a mastermind! Yeah, he did Braden. a great Fantastic job. Shout out to Braden, the homie, producer, man. The, the homie. homie. Net. The yeah. homie. Net. Braden. One thing that I noticed a lot about it was how freaking bassy the kick drums are in this album. Yeah. And Braden just mm. Braden just freaking destroyed that. That's what I was something I was looking for. I was like, dude, we need to have a oh, really yeah. bassy kick drums. I love that. I, I noticed that immediately in the first track. First track I was like, this is legit. Chest, All right. Man. Yeah. 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 yeah was, a, a weak kick drum is the sign of a, of a metal band that doesn't uh, know what they want to sound like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, posers. posers. <laughs> Excellently <laughs> executed. Uh, Thank you. Good job. All right. The last track is Fossilize. Um, and it. by the way, morning news ends with, I, I don't know if this is for sure or not. Is that like a program beat or were you playing that? It was, a, oh, it was yeah, a, that's drum a drum machine. machine. Okay. Yeah. I programmed yeah. that little, that was, ditty. that was cool. I, I don't know if you guys have listened to, you mentioned, we mentioned boards of Canada earlier. Have you guys listened to much other like warp record stuff? Like, yeah. Uh, like the Apex twin, Apex twin, Autecker. 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 Autecker actually was kind of who it reminded me of. Thank you. Um, that's early Apex twin. Yeah. That. I love that stuff. That's what that reminded me of. That transition into fossilized. Absolutely, what it's going for. So good, man. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I, yeah, I love that little beat. <laughs> um, yeah, but that cymbal pattern is built around these ambient guitar chords, as well as some other feedback, kind of like ushering back in uh, the aggression, I guess, that has been gone from these other previous songs mm-hmm. i just yeah. thought that that was really cool uh when you do that live do you just do that yeah thing okay. we were gonna do it with well, the drum machine but i had to get the drum machine back are we gonna <laughs> wait for a show no, we're not that, that drum machine's oh. long gone dude oh man okay we might be able to use mine we'll see if it works yeah, dude. <laughs> i did not know we were doing that for the show yeah. but yeah in <laughs> practice i've been playing that it works yeah. fine yeah. we'll probably just do that yeah man that's cool anyway. um sorry i'm trying to look at my mixing some of my notes here I should have looked through these again earlier, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just it just kind of reintroduces us. The feedback it reintroduces us to that familiar kind of sense of uh, dread that the first couple yeah. of tracks had, mm. and uh, I was just like, oh yeah, here we go again, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it didn't disappoint. After about two minutes and thirty seconds, the distortion comes on, the energy comes up, and uh, it's 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 back. You know, you yeah. guys, are, <laughs> the metal is yeah. back. So and I also, really, yeah. also. Uh, 
I don't know if you guys want to talk about like like when we were writing this song, right? It, oh, it was dude. something was way new to us. Weird. It was just yeah. yeah we were it was playing, really fun. We, we it was jammed experience. this song like we just came up with this chord progression and stuff, and we were playing it, and we were having this weird like connected like. It, it was our just our brains yeah. were like thinking the exact Super same thing as we were playing it, and we played it for probably like fifteen, maybe twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, with, with nonstop, just, yeah. and we were just like, "Yo, dude, this has to go on the record." And so. you were on acid or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll definitely talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, I, I, no another comment. thing about that song is once the bass and the drums like come in like fully, remind there was like I don't know what about it, but there's kind of like a '70s rock vibe to me kind huh, of going right. on there. Huh, that's cool. It was like you were playing some like higher notes kind of mm-hmm. and like yeah. the way like the, the baseline on this one's so cool the drums <laughs> kind of uh it's like a different kind of shuffle to them that none of the previous songs had it was oh just, yeah it was it was just it was different i was well, like i mean uh, wasn't like, expecting it with that like we were kind of going for well there's kind of a bit of like a concept of like eternity in this song right well i think yeah. what the idea was is that it's just about time yeah um where we're yeah where the uh, the drum machine is playing the entire yeah. song like it does not stop and if you listen really closely, you can hear it playing underneath everything. And so That's the cool. drum machine is supposed to represent uh, time just as, a, as, as it being there forever. Like, yeah. you yeah. can ignore it as much as you want, but it's still there. And then That's cool. by the end of it, when the drum, actually, drum machine actually cuts out, it's, that's when uh, Patrick Dolan dies. Wow. That's awesome. It almost, and almost the, 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 what the drum machine is playing kind of sounds like, uh, like, like the ticking of a clock remixed. That's cool. I like that. That is awesome. Also, the part where like the guitar is just playing that really dissonant chord and the bass at the end. You hear the bass come through with like the distorted tone. I was like, that's so cool. Because like uh, like your bass tone is really supportive of like the the bass tone of this song. It's so important. And uh, I mean, I mean, on all the songs, but you really hear that when he's playing those chords and you're just kind of like picking or whatever it was you're doing. And I was like, man, that's just like kind of the bass really is the backbone of this (laughs) of this band. So, yeah, I I was I was digging that part whenever you know what I'm talking about whenever you're playing like the really dissonant Mm -hmm. chord. I know. I know what you're you're talking talking about. about. Listen to him, though. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Something funny about the bass tone on that song is that. When we were recording that one, like, I'd been really happy with my bass tone for, like, pretty much the whole thing. Uh, you know, Braden recorded it really nicely, and mm-hmm. I was, you know, having a good time with my amp and everything. But on that track, I, uh, I plugged everything in, and I turned it on, and I started playing, and the bass sounded, like, so bad to me. I didn't know, like, what was different about it, but, like, something was, like, super clearly different about it to yeah, me. Yeah, I remember that. And I could mm-hmm. not figure out what it was, and I spent so much time, that like, sucks. trying to fix it. And then Ryland was just like, it's cool, just record it. And so <laughs> we just <laughs> put it through. I like it now, but oh, dude, yeah, it when I recorded so cool. it, I it's thought mean. it sounded so very, bad. Very GC Green of Godflesh. Yeah, yeah. dude. It, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, I really, I really, really like that bass tone. It's just, a, it's cool. It just like peeks out for a second, and you're like, oh wow, that was like there yeah. the whole time, basically. I, I thought you were gonna get it. I thought you were gonna say something like, but then it turns out like, like uh, I was plugged into the wrong amp or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so, funny. Some mind blowing. Okay. Can we talk about how this whole oh, album yeah. was recorded with solid <laughs> state amps as well? Hey, whatever. That's dude. dope. So uh, the drum, the drum setup. Oh, dude. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm curious. Wait, ha- let I me hear ask about you that. Guys some questions about yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, let's talk you can about describe how we record. Let's talk about how we recorded it after we're done talking. What did about you guys record right? into, by the way? Um, was we it? recorded into was, this old uh, mixer, and we it's we used Logic. Use Logic. Oh, cool. That's what. That's yeah. We used Logic too. Yeah. Awesome. 
Um, okay, so tell me about the, sorry, yeah, tell me about the solid state amps. The solid state amps. The solid state amps. All you need to know is that we use solid state amps <laughs> because we're poor. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Nope. Yeah, I mean, I'm even happy with that. Whatever, out. Na- whatever helps you like nail the nail. Give you We got the tone we wanted. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe like our our drum recording oh, setup. Shit. Like maybe oh, you guys could describe it better. The best part is that we had these shoelaces and we had. We tied them onto the toms so we could like slide. <laughs> yeah, because we ran yeah. out of mic stands. We like balanced so, the mics. Yeah, we balanced the mics on these shoelaces that we had tied to the bottom of the toms so we could record the toms. Because uh, like, <laughs> we didn't have enough mic stands. Yeah. yeah. So let me know when you guys record again and I can hook you guys up with some dude, mic stands. <laughs> we, were, we were just yeah. like, dude, screw it. We don't need mic stands. But, dude, yeah. oh man, it we, was we so had. Much fun. Uh, we had, there was wires everywhere and just like it, it looked yeah. awful, but it turned the recordings were yeah, like great. Exactly. It was just like yeah, really yeah, happy. We had we actually had no overhead mics for the samples at all. We were just using, oh interesting. We had yeah. uh, mics under the snare and the uh, floor tom that were picking up the cymbals, and we was like, oh that picks them up fine. So we just we had no overhead mics because with Sword we tried to record some overhead mics, and what we actually did, I kid you not. Um, Braden was uh, playing the drums, and we didn't have a, an overhead mic for this for the cymbal because we were using an overhead mic for the snare. Mm-hmm. And um, I literally got on a pair of gun muffs, and I put a, a mic cord underneath the top strap of the gun muffs, and had the mic hanging down off my nose like Squidward. <laughs> and I just stood over the cymbals like this. <laughs> And just had the mic over like the this. symbols. Speaks into the mic. Like this yeah. speaks into the you mic. You can't yeah. see him, but he just stood <laughs> up. I, yeah. s- I was like <laughs> crouching over the symbols, and like I just had the mic directly next to the symbols on my face. That's so, awesome. That's dude. Epic, you gotta dude. do. That's punk rock right there. Yeah. DIY. Yeah. DIY. DIY. If I've ever heard of it. That's dope, man. True cult. Yes. So y'all True had cult. like two Campbell soup cans with a fishing line attaching dude. it. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Dude, no, that's interesting about the drums though the overheads we were just talking about the drum sound yesterday how we like it we were like it's like really uh gritty and like but it like adds to the aesthetic super well like mm. now you mentioned no overheads the symbols had a, like a lot of attack and darkness i can i can hear that now like oh, now contextualizing but it like it added it's funny how like things like that that might be perceived as mistakes are really like can really add to something in a positive way. Yeah, so. and and I, that's what, what I really liked about the drums is that you, as a drummer myself, is you weren't like showing off really. You know what Dude, I mean? Yeah, you just. Yeah. That, that's what I like yeah. about it is like because a lot of bands who do play more heavy stuff like I'll do is like the drummers like hey check us out whatever. But I, I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we've we like can you hear the ocean was like a way more like drum intense song. And like we've had, yeah, we've had way more. We're working stuff, on one right now that's pretty drum intense. But yeah, this 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 album was just uh, just jammed it, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was a great it was great stuff. Um, so my final thoughts, I guess, overall, um, I feel like you guys aren't like any other band here in Provo. You guys have something unique to offer people in Provo. Um, it's a unique experience, um, and I don't think our scene really has like a true blue. Well, no, there is another black metal band, More actually. A. Yes. Moray's yeah. the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, More a, dude. We're playing a show with them in Salt Lake on the 18th. You, awesome. Yeah. Good shout out. Um, yeah. Good plug. You, you, guys, <laughs> you guys truly do bring something unique to the table, though. Um, obviously, I am uh, really fond of like the aggressive moments, uh, but I was, <laughs> I was surprised that the parts I'm most fond of are the really somber uh, and in sad moments, I think you guys executed all of that really well. But particularly those sad moments, you just you nailed it. That that was my that was those are my favorite parts. Um, yeah, 
There's some seriously awe-inspiring moments to be found on the record. Uh, Shellstrom has worked well to combine a number of influences and do a good job at putting your own spin on this new wave of post-Doom, black metal mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, that's black kind of, and sludge gaze. Yes, but black sludge gaze. Post-industrial black and are, sludge gaze. Yeah. We jokingly call ourselves post-industrial black and sludge gaze. <laughs> Dude, one day on Wikipedia... Y'all are going to be the Please, reference for that genre. That would be terrible. Be terrible. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are like the flagship band for that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think the thing that surprised me the most, again, was just the timbre of the vocals and the harmonized vocals. I was I was uh, not expecting, because obviously when you're in a DOI show at like the Rad Shack, sometimes the vocals is the, kind of one of the first things to go. That's any place yeah. you play, right? And like, mm-hmm. um, So hearing those clean vocals on the record come through really well, I was really surprised. Um, yeah. Good stuff. I'd give it a solid A. I'd give it a solid <laughs> A as well. Yeah. Uh, what I love about you guys is y'all y'all get up there and y'all do y'all do what y'all want. Like you can tell that y'all do the kind of music y'all want. Something Drew from Say Hey was saying last time when we had them on was um, and nothing necessarily against this, but something a lot of people do here yeah. um, in this area is is they see something that worked for people and then they copy and paste that sometimes not even with their own spin like they just they just are, are copying and pasting what somebody else does and and it's not very original but what i love about y'all is y'all i can tell y'all do the kind of music y'all play the kind of music that you want to play like you play metal music at velour i mean yeah was, i remember yeah. when i saw you up there i was like this is this is dope i was like i was like y'all just get up there and do what y'all want and that's what i love the most about y'all's band and and not only that but y'all do it well y'all, y'all are able to cover a lot of ground well and so it's Thank you. That's what I like. Well, yeah, like I said, like I always wanted to be in a band like this for like such a long time, and I like never really thought of it actually happening. But here we are, and yeah, it's a ton of fun for me at least. So. You used to draw in your notebook about it, and then the teacher would be like, <laughs> yeah. "Are you working on your homework?" He'd be like, "Yes." <laughs> I'm dreaming of this post-industrial black and sludge case band I'm going to be in eventually. Yeah, you'd be carving, you carving it on your desk. That's yeah. awesome. Shellstrom. <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but yeah. That's great. Yeah. Fun fact: it is kind of a bastardized form of the the, the phrase "cold stream." Oh, yeah. yeah. True story. That's, is so that where it comes from? That's yep. where the, the, yeah, that's where that that's mm. where that came from. Cold stream. We're trying to come up with a name for that song yeah. in my basement. And we were like, "Yo, yeah. let's just name it after yeah. a band, but in cold English stream. and not terribly translated." I like it. So, wh- what does the name of the band come from? The name of the that band is- actually comes from a book. Um, Partially comes from a book called uh, Salt in Norway, and I can't remember the author. I should probably look it up here. Um, but it's about. Is it Arl Stein? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goosebumps again. Um, yeah. It's it's about a group of commando troops that were sent over to Norway during World War II to destroy a heavy water factory that um, the Germans were using to experiment with nuclear weapons. And one of the commandos that was sent over there, their last name was Shellstrup, and I was like, that's kind of a cool thing, but it doesn't mean anything. It's just a last name, so. It also sounds too much like ketchup, so <laughs> I uh, just kind of screwed with it, and I was like, hey, this is cool. There you go. I remember I was trying to look for our music like once we released it, and um, I tried searching Shellstrom, but I accidentally put in Shellstrup, and now that like always comes up whenever I try to search it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. So. The, the incorrect spelling of uh, your own band's name. Well, the, the best part of your name is there's not another... I know. Shellstrom yeah, out that there. That was yeah. the goal. And yes. It's by truly the way, unique. With, with, the, with our podcast, The Odds Against All, I was shocked there's nothing else called it. There's Against All Odds. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, that. There's, there's a million all, against, there's all against All Odds. There's nothing The Odds Against All. I was shocked, yeah. dude. I was like, oh my gosh, dude. We, 
Killed it with yeah, his name. This, yeah, knows his name in the podcast. This is very spicy indeed. Very spicy. <laughs> it's like it's not it's like spicy. Yeah, it's a spicy podcast. That, you name. tell them about the spicy. One might say it was. One might say it was spicy. I was, it was just after the first. Oh, I, I know what the you're fir- about. He and I work at the same place, and we like uh, ping each other back and forth on Google. And uh, I was listening to the first track. I was listening to Permafrost. I was like, dude, freaking first. Shell strip track is hot, and he was like, "What did you say? You were like?" I was like, "Spicy, arguably." Ar- yes. spicy, <laughs> arguably. Yeah. Spicy, comma, arguably. I thought it was spicy. Um, Eloquently said. Man. Yeah. F- funny story. I'm not trying to make this, but one funny story about our name is whenever it was getting distributed on all the different platforms, um, it gives you the link to uh, like Overcast or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and yeah. that that's how I could find it on like the computer browser. And so anyways, there was this one, I forget what it was called. I think it was Overcast. And I searched that one and it was the wrong podcast. It was like something about like, like human trafficking and this. Oh my. And I was like, oh no. Oh <laughs> no. What is this? Yoko, I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Anyways, I think it got fixed though. So yeah. Yoko. That most, most of the places I searched, we, you were able to find us. Yeah. So. And that yeah. was some bull crap podcast thing. Anyways. Anyway. I don't want to be taken off there. Um, it wasn't bull crap. It yeah. Was, and we're talking it, about ourselves. It was bull spice. We were talking about you guys. <laughs> um, for fans of the band, uh, like like Nirvana's earlier, like I was saying, I guess. Also, Oathbreaker, Death Heaven, Mogwai, Slow Dive, My Bloody Valentine, Melvin's, Acid Bath, and Isis, the band. Uh, <laughs> I, I was the other ISIS band. is a band too. No, I'm yeah, if, if you're fans of those bands, band definitely check out Shellstrom. Uh, they're for you, definitely. If you're into any of those groups, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what you guys can do to build on on what you're doing. Um, are, what's what's the plans now after the, after this album? Right now, is? we're trying to play a ton of shows, and we're hopefully going to be on a tour next year. Yeah, on the West yeah. Coast. Yeah, sweet. Let me hopefully know if you guys with hopefully help. with Moray as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be that would be sick. Let me Maybe know if free. you guys need help booking things. <laughs> That's something else that I do. That'd a little great. bit of what as well? A little bit of what? Would you said a little bit of what as well? I didn't hear what you said. A little bit of moray? Oh, the um, oh the yeah. Band, the other oh band. yeah. We, oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of moray. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. And a little bit of moray. No, he a was thinking you were quoting more. that uh, Mambo Number no. Five song. A little, little bit, bit of more, you know? yeah, yeah. I was just <laughs> my favorite song. I like that song. He just, he just thought, he thought, um, yeah. You guys have anything else you guys wanted to, to kind of add before we start wrapping things up? Nah, I mean, just I if you listen to the album, let us know what you think of it, and uh, yeah, we want to show your mom, show your mom this album. <laughs> show yeah, your mom. Sure. show yeah. your mom. This is an album for moms, I would say. Yes. Yeah. I mean, moms yeah. everywhere. Honestly, heavily inspired by you two. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, yeah, very good. Uh, go check out uh, the album Hypotherm. Is it an album or an EP? What do you We, we wanted well, it to be an EP, like but, then, leaf, but then all of our songs were like six minutes long. Yeah. So, um, so it's technically the It's an album. Go check out the record Hypothermia by Shellstrom. You can go stream that on Bandcamp, like we said. It's, but it's also everywhere on Spotify. now. It's on Spotify. All yeah. places. Yeah. Okay, so all places of music are available. You can check that out. Um, also, too, just talking about our, our thing really quick, uh, go tweet a link to the show, The Odds Against All Podcast, and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that really helps us get some traction. Um, yeah, See. tell us what you think. I have some show announcements, too, that I wanted to make. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to say before we do this last little thing, though? You guys are good? No. no. Yeah, cool. I, think we're good. Um, I thought of a, uh, a good mashup that there should be. Oh, so, yes. you know the song Mo Bamba? And Mambo number five, yes. Mo Bamba number five, Mo Bamba no. oh, yeah. number five. Yeah, that would be dope. All right, yes. go ahead. What's that dude's name again? Sheck West or whatever. 
Dude, Live Shack West I just know and him Dying Shack West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Mama Number Five guy, dude. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're talking about. Okay. No, no, you're talking about the other song. We're, yeah, Lou Vega. Yeah. Yeah, Lou Vega. Lou Vega. Yeah. He's like German or something, actually. Did you guys know that? I didn't Weird. know that. Did not know that. Yeah, there you go. It's so random. The like guy who sings Mambo Number no. 5? Yes. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking about Sheck <laughs> West. I was like, I don't think Sheck so. Sheck West is not. He's like from <laughs> Georgia. Um, anyway. So I require a little bit of color in my life. <laughs> a little bit. Live Sheck West. Um, so some, some shows West. coming up. We got American Grandma tour on tour from Colorado. Coming to the Rad Shack with Alpine Loop, Strangely Okay. Also and, known as the Radical Shack. Yes. And yeah. also Tiewa is. Esquerra, I guess is how you say that, at the Red, yeah, at the Red Shack on the 11th. Esquerra. Um, we also have Fred, Shellstrom, Mortiki Tempo, and Hemwick at the Monarch House on the 12th. Yeah. Um, we have the Valor Anniversary Show on the 11th and the 12th. It's featuring Rubel, uh, Robert Loud from Fictionist, uh, also Stu, S2 Cool? Stu Cool. Stu Cool. Stu Cool's the greatest. That's also Stuart from Fictionist. Yes, I love Stu Cool. And Penguin Mofex on the 11th. Penguin Mofex as well. They're great too. Penguin Mofex is probably my favorite. Nate Pfeiffer was our songwriting teacher at Pioneer High School. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I've never wow. seen them, but I've heard good things. Yeah. yeah. Connections <laughs> uh, for the days. The second night of this Velour anniversary show is on the 12th, and that is Lantern by C, Harper's, Greg Glass, and Brother. You're going to want to go to that. That's Greg Glass's Wait. last show that they're going to be playing. Okay. Um, but that. What? Okay. It's on the same What's night a, as our show. Yeah, it is on the same night. I was thinking that. We're you just announcing all the shows. Oh. We're announcing all the shows. We announce all shows here. You must choose. You must choose. Um, yeah. Make your choice. It, either choice is fine. Uh, then we got Van Larkins and Nick Johnson at Valor with Maya Hicken on the 17th. We also got Sago at Valor with Wallfly and Casa Doom on the 18th. Backseat Vinyl at the Rad Shack with Sardines on the 26th. Warbly Jets, uh, Boys Ranch, and Doubt. Doubt wall at the stateroom on the 26th. That one's 21 and up. Uh, Robots Ate My Garden. You guys know them? Yeah. They're super good. Robots Ate My Garden, Gutter Brains, Almost Amateur, and Last Good Sleep at the Monarch House on the 26th. And last but not least, Church Girls, Dead Metro, and Famous Friends at the Super Fuzz on February 9th. That's Famous Friends' last show, so definitely go to... Go to any or all of those if you can. Also, um, that Grey Glass show was their last show as well. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. Yeah. I just said it again. Yeah, thank you for emphasizing that. Got him. Um, got him. Yeah, any, any last sentiments or thoughts from you guys? Last Anything words? Anything important you guys need to tell yeah, people? Thank Rock you for over. receiving the records. Rock so over Salt oh, yeah. Lake. Rock yeah. on Provo. Yes. Uh, Wheaties, the breakfast of champions. Thank Wheaties. you. I have, yeah, I have profound, last, Brandon. Thank I have you. one last statement. Yes, okay. Rock and roll McDonald's. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's a good that. That's gonna go on my, uh, on my gravestone. We're done with yeah. we're done with the podcast. Rock and yeah, roll McDonald's. Yeah, wrap it up. Oh, yeah. actually, Phil, did you hear anything? Of? Me, uh, dude, you better say rock and roll. Rock and roll McDonald's. McDonald's. Okay, I'll say that after. Okay, but no. thanks for <laughs> thanks for having us on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Anytime, Phil. Anytime, Phil. Yeah, what you guys are doing with the local music scene? I just think it's really cool to like. Yeah. I We're really love the local music scene, so it's cool it's, to hear. We do too. We're trying our best, and I, I just, I feel so loved and supported by everybody, like so instantly. And like, it's just, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting it to be a, a hard sell, kind of. Yeah, so, yeah. but it, everybody has been super nice to us. So, thank you guys for coming on, and uh, yeah, go check us out here at the Odds Against All podcast. You can like me. I'm B B B R A D B B B on Instagram. Colin is Colonial. What's like his name? C-U-L-L-E-N-I-A-L on Instagram. Go follow Shellstrom on Instagram. That's spelled 
K J E L L S T R U M. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. I can spell. Uh, yeah, go follow all those people, all these things. Uh, we love you guys. Hope you guys have a great week. You didn't say the thing, McDonald's is for the people or whatever? What is it? <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> is a place to rock. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Rock and roll McDonald's. Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you. Have Thanks a for great listening. week. Thank Yabba you. dabba do. Yabba dabba do, mama.